You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 103. Underdark. On the way back from the Neothalid fights, our heroes have found themselves embroiled in an ambush as uh, just around the bend from their campsite for the night, a hodgepodge group of, uh, uh, of strange Underdark races had jumped out. Some trolls, quagoths, troglodytes uh, in an organized ambush has jumped out with the sharp eyes of our uh, of our heroes saw it coming and they went into this fight uh, with their weapons drawn but none of that matters when they found out the true uh, the true leader behind this uh, this small little strike team here this ambush party as an illithid unmelds from the stone right next to them and blasts uh, oil vein yeah oil vein right yeah yes oil vein oh it's right there oil vein bairn and mock with a psionic blast and also dressed in an aurora let's go to mind blast well i'm talking about who's affected okay yeah. yeah Then it takes uh, some damage, too, I think. It, yeah. Yes, but I'm describing it narratively. Blast, he hits them with a psionic blast, freezing them in their tracks. We are in the middle of combat. The Mind Flayer has just gone. The Ogres are up next. The narrow passageway where the Ogres were firing their, balli- their, uh, their crossbows, the size of ballistas, through has appeared to have been caved in. You all know that it is Drusen's illusory magic, but this is a powerful illusion. It smells like a rock slide. And whatever the ogres are doing on the other side is unknown to you. A couple more troglodytes. Do we have trogs? Uh, yeah. I need the trogs. Well, he's getting trogs. I forgot a thing from the recap. We looted the uh, Neothalid's horde of dead bodies. Yes. You got a bunch of loot, and also I have Sight Rot, and I think somebody else has too. I have Sight Rot. Which gives oh. you a minus two attack rolls and ability checks, depending on the level of your disease. Right, you have a level two. I've got a level two. I think they have a level we one. We know if you need more trogs yeah, or you different trogs. That's perfect. Oh, I did hear this. When you say minus two means... I'm making a negative one, to you, so you roll your attacks and you take minus one from that. Super. Everything but saving throws, I believe. Yeah, attack rolls and ability checks. Rolls and checks, not throws. Yes, rolls, checks, and throws, but not throws. <laughs> I hate that that works. He is carrying elixir of oh. health. Dice, dice, dice not other dice. So if that is good to know. A group of three troglodytes come out from around the corner, uh, uh, from the left side, we'll call it the west side of the narrow passageway, and uh, close in the gap towards Aurora and Drustin. As Aurora Here's she smells them coming as they swarm around Aurora and start slashing in. She's got Shatter Spike 
drawn as she uh, as she parries their blows, stabbing in at them, getting a couple of good purchases on their reptilian body. They are reptilian, right? I think they yep. are. Yeah, the quads. Uh, that is the trogs. Mock is up next, who is stunned. So uh, the ogres? Did they go at all? I did describe oh, the yeah, ogres being unknown to you because oh, you can't see them. I see. Um, you don't really hear anything from the other side either. So, uh, the Mind Blast, it was a DC 15 intelligence saving throw. Yeah. Did you guys take, you took the damage from that, yes. right? Yeah. Um, oh, also, no the people that save. failed, the save, did not even take damage. Mm. The people that succeeded the save. Oh, not like the people who succeeded on the save. No yeah. half damage. Yeah. Good yeah. Um, now you get to repeat that saving throw at the end of each of your turns, ending the, ending the effect on okay. a success. It so does not DC make you 15? immune to that effect, okay. which a lot of these sorts of things do. Okay. So, Mach is up, uh, along with his new uh, Boulette friend, who are both stunned. Oh, All right. Good. Mach, so I think you can move. <coughs> falteringly, in Dwarven. So you can't move. Uh, how is that? Hit, hit it with the crystal. Ah, uh, and, uh... Make his roll. Oh, sorry. This is Mach. Seventeen. This is this is the bullet. Um, he succeeds. He succeeds. What about the bullet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mach. Uh, uh, what is that like? As the fog uh, is lifted from him. Yeah, I would love someone else to help. Mach. Mach kind of speaks his strategy falteringly in Dwarven to Dressen, who's right next to him. I like the idea that uh, almost like like Stranger Things, like Mach is literally like wandering through a labyrinth of mist in his yeah. mind, and then somehow breaks out of that. He does. He walks. He walks to the corner of his own mind. Walk walls of stone, doors of the doors of banded iron and thick wood, kind of like block his way, <clears throat> and he sees he sees kind of the path forward clearly, kind of like. Light above this this great door at the end of the uh, end of a tunnel, and he just kind of like sets his jaw and just charges through it. Just throws a heavy shoulder on the door, and chains burst, and he kind of flies through. And there's this light, and then like the world comes back. <coughs> and it's just it's just action and kind of like the heavy heaves, the heaves of a, of a bullet under not under him, and he just goes. <coughs> He's out of it. I didn't hear the mock. Bullet did not. Bullet did not. Still still stuck. Quaggoths, The Quaggoths, who are, uh, we They're said, 90 up feet up. Yeah. Yeah. They, just um, they... <laughs> the Quaggoths slide down, uh, uh, slide it down the wall here. Those of you with 60 foot dark vision don't see them until they're like mid-drop. But what they're doing is they're like, they're half just free falling, but they keep like slamming their claws into the rock and not catching holds, but just like slowing themselves down and then releasing and then slowing themselves down. They're just like like dropping fast to the ground and they get to the ground. That's their whole move. We'll call that a like that Wolverine a cool or stylistic like move. I like the idea too that like now we see those marks in the walls that originally we had no need to interpret. Yeah. And now we see those claw marks in this ambush spot. And uh, they drop to the ground, snarling and uh, snarling and snapping their teeth. No, wait, they don't bite. So just snarling, claws bared in front of Bearjaw here. 
And uh, that is the Quagoth's whole turn. Uh, turn. Aurora. Why don't someone give a d20 roll to Aurora to see how she's faring against these. Uh, faring against 12, these not bad. troglodytes. 12 is, uh, 12 is not average. bad at all. And she will go ahead and strike one of them down. This guy. The guy with, uh, oh. the guy with particularly, particularly, uh, uh, Webby. Webby features around him, looking like more like a frog than a frog aquatic. man, uh, even more aquatic than the others. She uh, uh, she catches him with shatter spike, just a stab right through the uh, uh, right through the heart as these other claws come in. But she gets scraped up a couple times, uh, but her armor and training is setting in as she is holding them back. Yeah. She's getting a little bit of, a, of an arsenal herself, yeah. and that was some. Some tools to choose from with like the spell blade, the shatter spike, she's got a sunrod. Put the chovelassy. She's got a kit. A kit. Oil vein. Uh oil vein being stunned, he sees this massive shadow standing before him that just tells him what a failure he is. Oh. oh. In deep speech. Oh no! Uh but then the the uh the shadow is also kind of talking about how much of a failure the illithid is too, so it's kind of like <laughs> Like, wait, fair what? game, fair game. What is happening here? So he's trying to, he's in his questioning of what's happening, he's trying to pull himself out of this. Oh, I roll a, what was the? Oh, it's a DC 15. That's a 19 that I got. A 19 Ooh, no, is a save. He thinks to himself, yeah, that guy does suck. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> life doesn't suck so much. Yeah. Maybe Does he come back to himself via this shadow, via this sort of deep speech thing that's uh, going uh, on with him? He could kind of, like, it's it was almost like a, two competing uh, sources of deep speech. One coming from the Mind Flayer outcast and the one coming from within, from his shadow blood. So I think in choosing to listen to the one, his shadow blood one, he's able to overcome the Mind Flayer outcast. All right. Drustin is up next. Uh, Drustin, seeing his friends in danger here, pulls out his birch wand with blue crystals in it, wand of magic missile, and he runs past this stunned blade, peeks out from the side, and points his magic missile wand at the mind flare, and summoning all the courage of his ancestors who faced off against the illithid dark star. The final delve of Delvinar. He <coughs> says, You'll leave my family alone! And he fires nine bolts using the full charge. Oh, yeah! Yes. Again, these are just like wild blue fireworks that go off in various directions and then all at once just turn and strike against the mind player. I have seven more Oh, thank you. So this will be... You have to have 74s on hand. Do you need another one? <laughs> uh, no, it'll be a total of nine, because it's seven so level plus two. I got a guy. It gets Catalyst. So uh, it'll be this plus nine. It's a pretty good minimum. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a phenomenal a minimum. Wow. Wow, my dice performed terribly. I'm sorry. Four, four, and four. That was a two. And there's another one. There we go. That's one, two, three, four, 
five, so twenty-nine force damage. Twenty-nine the force mind flare. And now the most important. It role. slams into the body of the mind flare, and his uh, he would get thrown back from the sheer force of it. But Drustin can see this the the air warp behind him as he is buffeted by some sort of strange energy, just uh. holding him in place as his tentacles writhe uh, uh, and his gaze locks in on Drustin in that juicy, juicy brain of his. And then Drustin drops the birch wand. Oh, I have to roll a d20. If I roll a one, the wand turns to dust. Oh my god! (laughs) What'd you get? I rolled a one! The roll Amazing! Let me... I I mean, the odds would be impossible to calculate. I really liked this happen. Uh, uh, so, so let me good. let me just because this, this is the, the wonder of D and D. Yeah, yeah, do it. If you expend the wand's last charge, roll a D twenty. On a one, the wand crumbles into ashes and is destroyed. So so many of the charges he's never used the full charges of this that it is actually <laughs> like blue fire is going up and down it, and he drops it and just puffs into white ash. Ooh. The rod, the, the one itself turning into the final bolt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, seeing the mind player look at him, he reaches down and he takes out, or starts reaching for uh, completely. Um, as soon as he like drops it and it turns yeah. to dust, the mind flayer's tentacles just slowly arrive again. And Drustin hears the language in oh, his yeah. head. He hears common and deep speech and undercommon all at the same time, and he hears, "You are right to panic." Uh, he starts to reach for Zolmar's, uh, 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 stand timer that he has, his hourglass. Um, meanwhile, Anka, who's pissed off here, and her big bat form flies, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, and just gets in this thing's face, uh, just dive-bombing its tentacles and eyes, uh, adding a, uh, an aid to... Bear Jaws next attack against this. Um, that and then Drusen moves backwards. Five, he moved 10, 15, 20, 25, kind of backing up to the Crystal Houtzer. Yeah, it's a pretty solid cover there. So. Yeah. All right, that is Bear. All right, that's Drusen. Uh, question mysteries. Marks. Question marks. A swarm of question marks descend on the party. Uh, write them with exclamation points. Nothing. A riddle. Bear job. Oh, I need to know how your illusion works. Uh, so... Of the, of the rock slide. So, as long as I maintain concentration that's there, if they physically interact with it, they know it's an illusion. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then if... They, so, if, like, they shoot it with their crossbow, go over to lift it. Um, and then they can also take an action to make an investigation check. Understood. Uh, okay, it is bear job. Oh, no, wait, it's Scrim. It's not obvious. Yeah, he got oh, in. Oh, so yeah, scared. he's in a little arrow Hi. there. Hi, it's me. <clears throat> when you cast a spell with a giant radius, like a 100-foot radius spell, you can create a bunch of crazy rough terrain. Can I position it so it's basically centered out here, so I'm basically getting yeah. a circle here? You need, you need a line of sight on the center, is what I would uh, expect. That makes sense. Okay. 
It's kind of like a, imagine the analog yeah. is like a fireball. It's a fixed yeah. amount of energy you're gonna put into a place, and you can't just kind of like get the edge of the explosion. It's gotta. You shouldn't. Uh, you six, shouldn't use seven, a fireball eight, in a. Well, you throw a grenade, and then the grenade is a burst from where the grenade goes off. Yeah, but you gotta get that grenade to where it's gonna be. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay, so so I'm gonna center it here as far as away as I can. Uh, it's just rough terrain. Uh, F4. It does mean that it means we'll all get rough terrain. It equalizes it all. Uh, <clears throat> That's rough. It's like super rough terrain too. It's four four squares of movement per square. Um, so it's real rough. And and uh, you guys think basically a bunch of ranged people. My goal was to get it over here, or even just like here, so these guys and these guys. But looking like the way it is, uh... You shoot it up into the ceiling, maybe you'll get some weird, like... Could... If it's a radius, I could put it on the ceiling. We have a ceiling that's 90 feet high or something, right? Or a point on the wall. So I could put it on the edge here, so I could center it basically on him, and I could make the circle on the ground as big as I want, because if it's a sphere. True. Now, Scrim hasn't taken any trigonometry courses, because in the swamp they don't have those, but he goes with his gut, and he makes use of this weird effect. Um, Are you doing what now? He's going to cast it up on the wall here, above the illithid, lowering it just enough that he can basically make a circle as big as he wants around the illithid, because it's... We have we'll allow it for creativity. <laughs> Thus far, we have ruled that circles are actually cubes in this world. Are cylinders... Well, because the radius, it, it, it becomes a square. The oh. diagonal is essentially the far yeah, part yeah. Anything of the circle, that, any, and yeah. the flat part, the, the corners oh, right. are the far part yeah. of the circle, exactly. and the flat part any, is the Any spell the that has a radius so actually have... applies in a square. Because <laughs> we don't but, do but, but, thing. but I like, you know, I like what okay. you're doing. You're, 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 you're blasting it in the air to just get a trickle onto the actual battlefield. It's a is creative, it a clever Is it even solution. a cube, or is it a flat? Is it a flat thing? Well, I, I'm saying yeah, it's yeah, a sphere, okay. so we, we can, so can, we can, do it. We can okay. ask that question later. Um, so he's going to... It's a clever idea. Uh, it is called... So mushrooms yeah. sprout up. Actually, first, technically, he moves to right here. Then he casts it, so I don't have to deal with a whole bunch of crazy movement. Um, uh... Um, so Scrim uh, takes out... Um, a pocket full of dust, but you know it's spores. Yeah. And he throws it into the air. Um, and then uh, all, uh, so basically the mushrooms, uh, any any growth, any plant growth in the area, and I'm just gonna say mushrooms down here, because it makes more sense than wheat. Um, uh, any creature moving through the area must spend four feet of movement for every one foot it moves. So it is thick. Three feet. Oh, so four feet. It is. The four four feet. feet. So it's basically four Quadruple squares. Quadruple cost. Quadruple cost. Um, and Dan, there's some extra markers in that uh, black box thing. Oh, excellent. You also have the wood box guys. over there. For oh, yeah, I pulled it over. I got I got these guys here. Um, and so uh, for the, oh, I'm going to put these out during uh, Bear Jaw's turn here. Um, but it's going to be centered around this guy and basically be right to the edge of you guys. So you guys can move away. But hopefully making it so it's really tricky for him to physically move out. Hopefully he yeah, doesn't. Yeah, nice. I can always teleport out to the one about 
Ah, excellent. I, yeah, I wasn't. I was trying to figure out who would really be affected by this movement stuff. Um, but bottom line is, focus on him. Not worry about these guys. I could cast another one later. Um, no concentration on this, so it's just a permanent effect. The plants are just really thick in this area from now until a mushroom-eating monster comes and eats them. Um, while I'm putting these down, that was his action. He moved a little bit. He did that. Then I'm using my bonus action to turn into a bunch of dinosaurs. Uh, he's turning into. Copies. <laughs> I got him. I got him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's going to then be right here <coughs> and use one more bit of his movement, which would be four squares, which is the maximum bit of my movement, and so he will be overlapping the mind flare. Uh, if that right. makes sense. So and so he throws these spores out and then lurches forward as the plant, as the mushrooms are growing up, becoming thick up to the waist in big weird fantasy mushrooms, and then melts into the mushrooms as. They are now like a drift. Of yeah, the uh, the uh, Jurassic Park. You get the, the raptors moving through the reeds, through the tall, the tall grass. End of turn. Verger. Verger. Yeah. All right, Verger. It's it's impossible yeah. to put on there. Only yeah, Mark. Only yeah, Eric knows how it's done. Um, what do I need to do to turn and shoot? Uh, to turn and shoot the howitzer? To aim it. Okay. Well, you gotta get on the howitzer. Do you have enough so, movement to yeah. get there? You gotta operate it. It's got two cranks. I gotta place you back here. Oh, it didn't work. Alright. Yay. Uh, it's got two cranks. If I'm physically strong enough, can I just physically... <laughs> uh... Yeah, 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 that's fine. Bearjaw doesn't waste time with the crank. She just grabs the big crystal itself, wrenching the uh, uh, wrenching the the mechanisms against the way they're supposed to go. As she moves it, the handles spin wildly and freely. Yeah, that's called interact with an object. You can roll an attack roll um, from this thing to see about aiming it right. And you do get advantage because of August thing. So uh, one moment. So this is a this is a, an attack roll with an improvised uh, weapon. That. We'll call it uh, because it's something. Is it gonna be a range? It's so attack? foreign from something you would normally use. It counts as improvised. Okay. Um, it's an improvised ranged weapon. So okay. you need to know what bonus you would get on that. A range uh, attack is this dexterity? So it's going to be a dexterity check, so plus two. And if you have any advantage with uh, improvised weapons, which I believe you do with Tavern Brawler. Yeah. Uh, it no, it's your unarmed strike does more damage. My trick is a Tavern Brawler. It helps me with this crystal. Do you have proficiency with check your, um, improvised weapons? You haven't been doing enough bars. If you've really gotten enough to Tavern Brawler. you a creature with an unarmed strike. Or, or an, an improvised, improvised weapon. Oh, that's so. what the improvised weapon thing is. It's not that it gives so you proficiency a... with improvised weapons. Which would be an incredible feat in this zone. Yeah, you could go to features and traits, and we can just double check the uh, feat you have. Uh, so you have... Uh, danger sense... Da, 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 scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Racial traits... I am proficient with improvised weapons. You are proficient with go. improvised yeah, weapons. That's why we double check. I was pretty <laughs> sure you were. Proficiency bonus plus your dexterity bonus. So, okay. yeah. What is everyone's proficiency bonus? Three. Where is that? Is everyone has three? It's three. So I get it's three. on the top of our character sheet. And next to walking speed. Huh. Ah. Yeah, so there's your proficiency. Three plus two. So it's a total of uh, plus five <laughs> to hit with this. 
So um, plus five. Me against oh. his Sight rot. Minus, minus one to attack rolls. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just subtract. So. Yeah, roll. Just, just yeah. plus four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, plus four. That works. Woo, okay. That's pretty solid. That's so gonna be a 21. 21. Do we know uh, the, the Illithid's AC, AC is 15. Ooh, yeah, that's hittable. Uh, that 21 will hit him. What's the effect, Greg? What's, what happened to this what mind flare? Uh, <laughs> the mind flare's <laughs> tentacles were were sort of uh, writhing. writhing menacingly at Drustin, but now they are flailing. Uh, uh, now they're flailing in pain as the mind the mind flare uh, uh, his his hand which he was holding out forward from his mind blast shoots to his own head as he uh, as he shakes his head and uh, it uh, you would you would be shocked if anyone could get off an effective spell under such a mental strain. Are we observing any change in behavior from his brood? Um, good question, uh... Run for it, Stymie! <laughs> That's like, <yeah. laughs> He was controlling us. Uh, we no, go. no. Uh, knowing what you know about Mind Flayers, which is something, once a, a creature is being converted to a Mind Flayers full-blown thrall, it is not, it is, I mean, it is that way. The Saving tier. someone from that fate is uh, usually done <coughs> with a uh, with a swift death. Yeah. All right. Uh, good job, Berger. Baron. Baron where finds Baron himself sort of in a dream state where your situation logically doesn't make any sense. And one moment, he is here in his with his compatriots, battling this Illithid. And in another moment, he is back in uh, Mithril Hall. Uh, Mithril Hall, right? Not yes. Black. Okay, Mithril Hall. Um, <laughs> well, you know the place in a moment. Oh no, your, your inherited home. Yes, um, back to one of the most terrible days of his life. He is there, it is the moment of Fenelon's uh, memorial service, funeral thing. They are there at the Sacred Forge, uh, all the dwarves are gathered around in the ceremony. Um, Baron is in his raiment as a cleric, and uh, he is there while the chants are sounding in the traditional dwarven hold. The stone walls all around, the flame of the forge glowing red hot as uh, the wrapped form of Fenelon's still corpse uh, is being slowly lowered into the forge, uh, which is tradition among there, as uh, tears flow freely down Barrett's face, wetting his beard, uh, and he's in this high emotional situation where he is there, and he is also battling for his life in, with illicitance. <clears throat> Crazy dissonance. And uh, here's that saving throw. Oh, got it. Success wow. around the board. That last Not a little single tip. That last little tip. That well, well, except for the street show. Oh, yeah, maybe in the bullet. Yeah. It's a plus zero on that save, so. Wow! That was, was only on wow. the did, did anyone have a bonus? Did you have a bonus to that? Uh, Intelligence? No. Yeah, we really made our as the uh, <laughs> As the sound of Bearjaw 
blasting this thing, maybe weakening it for a moment as uh, the the vision fades from his minds, but tears still freely freely flow down Baird's cheeks as he is once more uh, to his senses. The metal brass die for the recharge of the Illithid's mind blast. The refresh. Oh no! Oh, that's that six. Ooh. That's a six. This has been a day of pretentious rolls all around. Ah. Uh, hmm. It's a lot of movement for him to get anywhere. Where? How big is the area? The gold? The gold? Yeah, thing? that gold. Yeah, uh, that's rough a circle coins. And it's four. Movement for One square movement. is four squares. One square is 20 feet of movement. Yeah. Yep. Yikes. Technically, it's one foot. If you can fly. Yeah, that is rough. But and it is ter- it's the terrain. Flap his tentacles. It's the terrain, right? It is the yeah. terrain, so it gets off the ground. It's mushrooms. Waist high mushrooms. Mostly. Like from a. And last question for Dan. You said you are going to do one more hop out of ground round? I am. Once everyone's done, so I can just get up and do I it I just finished Does anybody have wow. any remaining? Uh, I will tip okay. over my Titan to show that I have none remaining. All right. I have one. But you are interested in more. I am interested in more. Uh, flip it back up to okay, me. Okay. I want to continue this process. Water, and I'm not up for a bit, so. Okay, but cool. I'm curious about this round. Um, yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah, you're going to be involved here. Um... I go with a jackal strike approach. As soon as he says something, I say, "I bite him." Yeah, yeah. You put the uh, you put the illithid in a in a tough position here. It's between a mushroom and a dinosaur. That's what he does. That's his middle name. A tough position. It's been a while since I've gotten to lock someone down, so I'm yeah. pumped. There's been a lot of like, should I lock him down? Be like, now we're good. Yeah. Like, really? Cause it's kind of my thing. Cause I got the key. I can look at the lock. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Uh, Bearjaw holding the crystal howitzer trained on the illithid. Um, yeah, he's just gonna have to. Uh, he's gonna take five. Uh, uh, he's gonna walk five feet using uh, all his available movement back here. And so that will be that will provoke an attack of opportunity. So scrimcorn, you get an uh, attack of opportunity. Scrim combies. Scrimosaurus. Uh, okay, is it a plus seven? Uh, it's what a plus seven. It is a fifteen. You exactly made it. So I'll do the damage, but the most AC. important thing is his movement is zero, which means I think he doesn't even get to move he from that. He can't spot. move from Ooh. that spot. Compy's jumping up and pulling his tentacles. These guys are the ones who do the D4s. Yeah. Alright, then stuck with these compies around him. He uh uh struggling against the energy of the crystal howitzer. He puts his hand out and you can even see the top of his head sort of pulse as he, oh uh, as the, 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 the weird, nearly exposed like brain the mantle just, of an octopus. just pulses uh, like an octopus head. It's very octopus shaped head. Yeah. As, uh, as another mind blast releases out. Everyone's gonna roll their, uh, everyone's gonna roll their Saving throw with advantage on here due to the effects uh, of the crystal power question. Yes. Is this a spell? Uh, no. Cool. Good not to know. this one. Good to know. He has spell casting, which yeah, he's unable yeah, to but do. This is not a this, this would qualify as a spell like effect. Which but not is a spell. But hang on, let me tell you who's target. Well, you are. But so it's a it's a cone, so it's oh, gonna yeah. get scrimcorn. Right. 
and it it's goes a 60 out. Foot cone. Oh, it's sixty. So yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40. Does it hit those triangles? Oh wow! So it really it even gets Aurora. Um, Not Aurora. It is all creatures. Ah, so it's a the trogs, trogs too. as well. That's in character. Of which my I'll player. roll for them. And so, uh, yes, everyone here. So the targets are Scrimcorn, Bairn, Oilvane, Drustin, Mock, the Boulette, Bearjaw, and Aurora. Anga? Oh, that's everyone. That's the whole board. Isn't the, Anga also is a, right over there? Yeah. And Anga. It is a DC 15 same, same. intelligence saving throw. You get advantage on this throw. Um, uh, nope. He takes 13 damage. I want to just before. 14 plus Shit. I can't believe it. No. Got it! Oh, got got it. the money. Woo. Thank you for that we, advantage. We got, we got people got that. That's all we need. This side of the table is good. So, Mock, Baron, Bearjaw all saved. I did not. I got 14. Oh, you said the side of the table. Okay, though. So, uh, yeah, 14. I did not save. Baron and Bearjaw saved so far. I did not save. I got a 14. Well, they stunned. Mock is stunned. Scrimcorn is good. Drustin is. Not stunned. I needed an eight, and I rolled a four and a one. Ow! Anga rolled a seventeen, but because she's an owl, she has a minus four. <laughs> well, she's because, a bird. Because of what you did to him, he had a special <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. prepared for this. Yeah, Tristan. he was like, it was gonna go this way, but Anga was right here, and he was just like. <laughs> does, uh, get this bird. does the bullet do anything again? <laughs> uh, well, it's gonna be taking damage. It is twenty-two psychic damage for everyone that is stunned. Yeah, I'm good. It's if you saved, it's nothing. Correct. No. Does he? Does the bullet roll again? Is what I'm saying to avoid the damage. Yes, yes. It's okay. an attack. The blood does not save. Did he say right. twenty-one or twenty-two? It's twenty-two psychic damage okay. for everyone that failed their oh, save. The brain! Uh, my precious, precious brain. I've got nary a brain cell to spare. And that is the Mind Flayer's Ooh. turn. Oh, oh then it's the Ogres. Oh, shit. As you can oh, hear... Oh, I can make a concentration check. Uh, let's see, ten or half damage. It's ten or half damage, whatever's higher. Uh, I am just constitution. not rolling, but... Oh. Uh, I got a 10 and I need an 11! You need an 11 because of half damage! Bing, 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 bing. Oh man, my rolls are not as really well. A bunch of things by one this fight. So Last week too. Yeah. As the as Drustin is hit by this and his brain just rattles around in its cage, uh, Drustin, his concentration slips on the illusion for just a moment, but that is enough for the magic to just completely lose hold. It just immediately just sort of disintegrates in midair and, you know, turns back into the arcane weave that uh, Drustin had solidified into these into this form as it just disappears back to the invisible everything around you at all times. And you see the, the ogres were standing right on the other side as this illusion disappears. Their swords, uh, uh, their, 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 uh, their crossbows, like, slung over their shoulders, and they're like reaching forward to grab a boulder to move it as it disappears and they almost like fall flat on their faces as they take a moment to look around pick up their crossbows once more silly ogre bloopers and (laughs) bolts come flying down the hallway here at the uh, closest targets which is gonna be um 
they're limited on what they can see at that angle. And how far they can. But what? What? I mean, they can see everyone here. Yeah. So these are the t- these are the targets. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah over there. Uh, yeah. yeah they're, they're they're shooting straight. Forward. I think you meant to they can see everyone this way. Uh, like that. I'm way. thinking. Or I'm maybe thinking this the ogres, way. I think the ogres would unleash on the boulette. Yep. They're very aware of how dangerous these creatures are. They're in, they're native to the Underdark. And the boulette and is stunned. The boulette has got gear on it. It's clearly it's part of your forces. Dragging and it's something biggest. probably valuable and magical. It's the biggest thing. So they uh, unleash their two bolts uh, on the boulette. I think they have advantage. Yeah, they must have advantage on the honest, honest stunned creature. Uh, they do. I can't believe I forgot to use the uh, oh, crystal yeah. on any of these things. Uh, they're going advantage. Uh, so here is one of them. Okay. Oh wow, that's, that's a pair of sixes. That's twelve. Um, that does not hit. Oh. And oh, yeah. it's, it's go the, the other one. Whoops. Oh, you're not even on the board anyway. Uh, the other one will be an eighteen. Uh, that hits. An eighteen, and it will hit with uh, seventeen piercing damage on okay. the bullet. Cool. Um, as one of the uh, one of the bolts hits the boulette, and it just deflects off of his natural armor. It's just like it's nothing. The other one catches in uh, uh, catches in between one of the joints yeah. of its leg and just... It didn't huge. pierce any of the armor. It just found a, a, a nick. It found a nick, and it just went in, like, yeah. right where the uh, right where the shoulder joint is on the front leg there. The neck plate sticks right in. And uh, that is the ogres. The trogs, who I didn't roll a save for yet... Uh, what oh is my gosh! That? Could it, they all have advantage, correct? Yeah. Uh, the who has advantage? The, the trogs on their saves. Uh, for why? Because the illithid was hampered in his attack because of the crystal. Uh, we all had advantage on our saves. Yes, yes. I, I was thinking that, and I was thinking no, it's disadvantage, but it was clearly advantage. I even treated that as such. Yes, they have advantage on the save, which is why I'm rolling two for each. The other one does not. Uh, and he just gets obliterated. The one of the trogs uh, uh, sees the attack, eyes wide, as it like shields its eyes, which doesn't do anything. But enough of that, like clearly that like mental preparation, like steeled its dumb mind just enough to prevent the mind blast from tearing it apart. Mind blast, are like microwave. There's parts that were just kind of it harmonizes versus it cancels. Itself yeah. Out. The other trog, not so lucky. He was still engaged in fighting with Aurora. He went in for a for a, uh, a strike with his claws and got her. He fainted in attack, went for another, and then just suddenly uh, uh, he goes still as trog blood just starts pouring out of his ears and mouth and nose as he collapses to the ground, his brain completely uh, turned to a, uh, a soup by the mind flayer. Yes, Whoa. what about her? Oh, we did not roll Aurora's save herself. Ah, yeah, yeah. Someone else, someone else gets to do that. Advantage. Check it out. Save for Aurora. Come on, Aurora. Uh, 16. Got. That's gonna be not. She doesn't have a negative two. Certainly not. (laughs) Uh, so, yeah. She's, uh, uh, she can hear. She actually doesn't turn back. She hears the reaction of the group, like stealing themselves, the like yelling in battle, and she knows that she can't turn her back on these trogs. Something Mock taught her. She's got yeah. her weapon out. She's listening for like any other combatants coming this direction, but she feels pretty safe with the boulette and uh, Mock and Drewston behind her. 
but she knows that Mind Blast is coming, and as she gets clawed by this one guy, because her judgment just drops for just a moment as she's concentrating on stealing her mind, shields her from the blast, but takes a uh, uh, takes a bleeding belly uh, for it from the trog that uh, who is now dead. That was the trogs. Oh no! Now the trog does go, the and uh, wants a double, double rum, double batter. Wait, is that just, it's more liquid? Uh, no. It'll just be less water. It's more reduced. It'll be oh. more alcohol and more fat sugar. I'll just go single. Okay, you're single. I'm willing to go for this. Yeah, just one. Take okay. a stride. So singles here. Phoenix Sing- is a double. Doubles there. You can leave the spoon in mind if it helps. We're the lightweight couple. Okay, single. I want my uh, uh, cinnamon stick to stand in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, like the South Pole. All right. So <laughs> the uh, the one remaining trog is continuing to fight Aurora. <laughs> And uh, is doing pretty decently as he is uh, continuing to strike in at her. She has uh, she has drawn her second sword. What's her other sword that she has? The, the spell, spell. Re- the spell kind of tampering sword from the armory. It's a stun stick, not a sword. Well, no, has a, has a sword. oh, she also has another one. She just goes two sword technique. She has not done a lot of practice in this. Uh, yes. uh, Mock, if he could see, if he could have these spare brain cycles to concentrate on what's going, he would question uh, uh, why she's doing this. Yeah. Well, she's coming in with, uh, uh, coming in with her. It's actually not an advised <laughs> technique because it doesn't work well. She read this in a book. She's never actually done it in a fight. She before. has a long Baron, sword, and there are benefits to going two hands on that sword. It's Baron that overheard uh, a couple nights ago. Bearjaw told her she should do it because it looks cool. <laughs> Um, Bearjaw was being very candid she, she because it does. A comic book. Using two long swords as a dwarf, it's like. It's ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> a great invitation. Bearjaw was basically like, well, you know, so now that you have two swords, I'll tell you what you should do. <laughs> so. Bring them uh, out, bring them out. That is the trogs. Mock, you are up with the Quagos next. Yeah, Woo! so Mock, like, like, speeding through. Like speeding on a minecart, a runaway minecart through the mines as kind of like light and dark passing over you. He keep bursts through that chained kind of uh, iron banded door into broad daylight for a brief moment to, to kind of take stock of the situation. And he sees Bearjaw grab the crystal and he smiles for victory as that hand before plunged once again into darkness. And he finds himself lost in impossibly twisting mines uh, and po- caverns minds of his childhood and these are structured in all sorts of those weird kind of like mind bending type of, of structures like like if you in inception right it's like the, the staircase that always goes up and wraps in an eight Escher? yeah Escher, but the, there's so there's a whole class of things like that where it's just infinite loops and there there are there are gems on the wall that it reaches towards they just they just they just shatter into 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 powder and he's just kind of like bouncing off the walls, lost, and for the first time in his dwarven life, feels fear underground. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, fal- faultingly, falteringly, no. <laughs> uh, but he rolls a saving throw. Party's like last time. And he rolls a critical. Yeah. Yes. Nice. And he said, oh. with that no, it goes no. <laughs> and he just. Turns and ignoring the kind of like twisted, intrepid terrain, 
just turns turns towards one gem-studded wall and just busts through it, <laughs> coming back once again into daylight. Uh, I don't know how much longer I can keep this up, Greg. You better not roll a six. Roll for the bullet. Roll for the uh, bullet. Street shot. What, what vision is the bullet seeing? <laughs> the bullet. The bullet. Just like, uh, I don't know what a bullet eats. It's just an entire bedrock. land of bedrock. Just undiggable ground. But I'm also going to lean into, like, in the never-ending story, how Rockbiter like, would bite stones that would be without nourishment. Like, I imagine <laughs> that's empty. part of the, like, he just keeps biting and there's just, like, nothing but, like, shattered fake rock and that can't be burrowed into. A despair. The despair of the bullet. <laughs> there you go. Never it's calling for you, Which is this despairing cry of the bullet. Fourteen. That's not gonna make it. Oh, it's just definitely not gonna bonus. And he just and he despairs a little while longer. <laughs> uh, and the Quagoths have reached the ground. Am I here? I'm on the bullet, right? Yeah. yeah. You were on the uh, yeah, on yeah, the crystal yeah. howitzer. No, 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 no. no, no. He is I, I never made it off the bullet. He is on the bullet. Okay. Yeah, you can put me over there. I just wanted to make sure. Very difficult to yeah. Just leave me there. But you're, you did the right thing. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't confused. Huh, yeah. The Quagoths. The Quagoths. Do you remember what this guy does? Oh, yeah. Exercise. Lizard people, right? No, they're fairy. Fairy people? Furry. Furry. Not fairies. Furry. <laughs> they're furries. Okay. They're furries. Gotcha. Um. Alright. That's cool. That's who they are. Alright. I think they actually call them scalies if they're into lizard They're not lizard like. They have, oh. They have white fur. But if they're into lizards, maybe they're scaly quagoths. Okay, alright. The two quagoths charge forward, and uh, they have a range of 30, so 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, 25. They head towards um, that, one's, that one's gonna get a, uh, an opportunity attack against it. Go from you. <coughs> now that I'm back on my feet, oh, yeah, take yeah. my reactions. Good old head shaver. Yeah, head shaver. Comes through with a, a, a clean three to nine strike it's coming like, inside to out. It's like that polo game, the horse oh, one. Yeah, exactly. Um, nothing too impressive here on the attack. It's only gonna be a 13 versus AC. All right, a 13 versus AC will hit a Quagoth as they have AC oh, of 13. Goodness. Ah, well, wonderful. For his poor AC, he will get... Hot damn. Six damage! I get to re-roll it if I roll a one. Six damage. You get another one. Against against that second one. This Quagoth has wraps around its, uh, uh, around its wrist, just like sort of forearm? rotted, uh, like rotted bandage wraps around its, uh, each of its forearms. Yeah. Uh, the other Quagoth with an axe will say, even though they just use their claws. No, it's one, it's one for show. It's one coming after me. It's the one coming after you. Perrin uses his, uh, as he sees the attack coming in, he says, Muna didn't hate me! As a flash of light briefly blinds the Quagoth, he has disadvantage on the attack. He has disadvantage on the attack. Let's go with... Let's go with... Fine, you can have that. This is against the first attack only? 
It is just the first attack. Disadvantage. So he rolled a natural two. It's not even worth checking. And uh, he has two claw attacks. The second attack without disadvantage is going to come in with a 19. Ooh, that is my AC. That Oh, that's a high AC. That is six slashing damage for you. Okay. Uh, we're going to roll uh, the... These are the two attacks against yeah. Mock. Uh, he can get you up there, right? Yeah, he's yeah, right yeah, next yeah. To no, I'm only. Yeah. Um, that's a 16 and a two, so it's a 21 and a shit. Get through with one. All right, that's gonna be six slashing <clears throat> damage. Um, and then the other two Quagoths back here, they don't move in as quickly. They stride forward, one looking at Mock and one looking at Bairn, as each of them just clasp their two hands together as and they squeeze them. Tightly, and then you suddenly feel a heat around your body Ooh. as Durkin's armor and the red oh, dragon no. scale armor respectively heats up. Who did that? The quad they're, they're heating our metal, man. That's heat terrible. Heat metal? Nice. But his, he's firing. Heat metal. Uh, any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage. There is no save on nope. that. Um, My... It's oh. dragon scale mail. <laughs> That's not metal. Uh, good point. That is not metal. I mean, he's definitely wearing some metal things on him. He's holding a shield, right? He's got his shield. Yeah, his yeah. shield heats up. Wait, Scrimport can wear... That's a good point. Scale yeah, it's made it's of Realistically, scale armor would be made with metal components, but yeah. a skilled crafter could make those yeah. fasteners in a different yeah. material. The heat metal spell. Okay, saying is this leans, is a, leans away from that kind of. This is uh, the damage for mock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have fixed damage, yeah. so it's actually going to be a roll. Um, four uh, fire damage to mock. Now here's the thing. Uh, if the creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constellation saving throw or drop the object if it can. I can't. So. Um, you can't because it's armor. So therefore, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and Ooh. ability checks okay. until the Ouch. start of your next turn. Okay. I think this is concentration, so if we uh, get these guys a bunch. Yeah. Uh, here's an here's a interpretation of the wording of the spell. If a creature is holding or wearing it, they must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can Okay, so that means if you fail the saving throw, you must drop the object oh. if you can. Yeah. Then it says, as a separate sentence, if it doesn't drop the object, it has advantage on technical and ability checks. Yeah. Does that part no, apply? It just automatically happens. That always that. happens, regardless of the yeah. dropping. That's, so that's the saving really throw nice is to stop from dropping it. The disadvantage is, regardless, you're holding a hot Right, thing. you can't use hot thing. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a great spell. Makes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you could, they, 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 could, they could have worded that a lot more clear, because there's some implied conditionals there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Baron, your shield heats up. Okay. And you take this damage. Eight fire damage. I believe I have resistance to fire damage, you so I take do. four. You <laughs> have resistance to fire damage. <laughs> that dragon's the down. very scale yep. male that could not be heated. Yeah, correct. Now, no, Constitution saving throw or drop, or your, shield. drop your shield. It okay. is a spell save <coughs> AC 11. I think you'd hire the 19 AC, man. It's 19 AC? Yeah, it, is, it is 11 really Constitution saving throw to see. Got it. Nice. So just holding on 19. Burning hot shield. All right, again, disadvantage on you attack rolls and ability checks. Thank you, sir. 
Okay, that is all of the Quagoths. Okay. Uh, someone roll a uh, this one, attack roll this for one Aurora. Go? What? Definitely. Did that, that one go? Sure. It did. Okay. That's Aurora strikes down the last remaining yeah, troglodyte. Get down. As just as she took a belly full of trog claw, um, because uh, she had to take a moment to shield her mind, this troglodyte had taken just a pause from the fight, and she uses the same opening that she had just given to her opponent to uh, to gut him. She strikes Shatter Spike across his gut, even in the same the same like direction that their other trog had gotten her in the belly. <coughs> if you sent some, uh, uh, if you sent some vindictiveness in this yeah. attack, you would be right. It was. It got personal. And uh, and then she turns with Shatter Strike in a guard stance against this Quagoth who has moved right up next to her as it was attacking Mop. And you see her breathing heavily, holding her gut with uh, uh, with her hand with one of the swords. Uh, uh, as she's she's holding Shadow Spike in just like a full guard stance uh, as she's taking in the rest of the fight there. Bearjaw oh. yells encouraging words in that direction. Stick what? with two! Don't you get can, down! Don't get discouraged! You do look sweet with those yeah, two oh swords! That's awesome! <laughs> Who's that dwarf with two swords? Oh my god! Oil Vein, you're up next. Oil Vane, he's, uh, he's again hearing more than one deep speech voice in his head. Uh, he's trying to separate the two. Should I re-roll that? Yeah. Where'd it go? Is this it cocked? Here. It's cocked a little bit. If it's cocked, If there's a question, it. usually the answer is yes. No. Oh, I did not pass. He is still... He's caving under the pressure of all this deep speech. This is Drustin. Drustin is all I appreciate level two thickness on this drink. Drustin. In the way of when you are kind of half asleep, you know you're in bed, and you know you're in a dream. In his dream that he can't escape from, he is just running down this corridor. Behind him is a giant version of Adric, like this big compared to him. It's just giant boots coming after him as he's just running forever. But does he escape? It's an eight or higher. Not even you. No, we're gonna use this guy. Eight or higher. Get it. <laughs> you got Finally it. Finally realizing he's in a dream. He turns and faces Adric as Adric just collapses into smoke. And then he is back, baby. Uh, and he said, oh, 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 girls in coming. Uh, mystery people. Question marks. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Eric, I'm gonna need a couple of Grimlocks. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Guys, I think we're fighting Grimlocks. Those are blind guys. You mean these guys? Yep. yep. Is that a Grimlock? Maybe. This is a... A Grimlock! Grimlock minion. A Grimlock is an... An ugly... Troll-like oh, creature with sagging, nice. uh, sagging gray skin, and wearing no a uh, what? a just fur loincloth and uh, and just flesh over their eyes. Hair just growing in like a in a traditional, just like full balding pattern. It's got long hair that only grows at the sort of midpoint down its head, 
And, uh, and they're always scratching the lice up here. And just a forest of black hair on their bellies disappearing into their loincloths. Mm. That that treasure trail. Oh yeah, it is interesting. It's a treasure trail you can see in the dark. And smell. Suggesting mighty compensation for that male pattern baldness up top. (laughs) The lion. Uh, How many do you need? I have four candidates. We need four. Each of them wielding bone clubs. So thick. This is very thick. Bone clubs. Just big ol' like they like big ol' like thigh bones of sort bone club guy for you. Ogre Give you back the sword guy. That's not a bone club. As they come around the corner from where the ogres uh, ogres are standing through the where the rock slide was. Five, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. And so they just come running down this way. No caution for tactical, uh, uh, no thought for tactical nice. advance uh, as they are grouped okay. and running. Yeah, they do have a speed of 30, and uh, they are going to get all up in your biz. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, yeah, they can totally. Uh, two of them swarm around Bairn back here, nice. and 5, 10. The two of them close the distance towards. Uh, what's this guy? That's the guy hitting my metal, right? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna start to get a little hard to know the difference between the Grimlocks and the Quagoths. But we'll just have to deal with that. Okay. And uh, that is it for the Grimlocks. They dashed. They 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 double moved. Okay. Scrim is up. Um, are you stunned? Uh, I'm not stunned. Um, I uh, saved. Um, nice. And he's gonna keep uh, chomping on this uh, squid face. Um, Mox taking some heavy hits. Just yeah. I'm trying to figure I don't, I don't out. Know if he's gonna be able to do that. But I can get you a bit. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not doing a ton How's of damage. How's everybody else doing, health-wise? I'm not doing a ton of damage, but I have no fear of being attacked up close from the illithid in, in uh, bug form. You can't eat my brains, so it's like I... I Your brains like, are dispersed. Yeah, I'm I mean, feeling like I'm the best. They do also need to kill him to get rid of all the other yeah. problems. Yeah, so, um... Alright, I'll keep uh, keep pecking away at yeah, this Yeah, wait him. Um, so, yeah. Beak on beak crime. Uh, I did have a like The snowboarder? Is that what you said? Wait, what? Maybe I'm not sure where we're going here. Snowboarder. Did you say Sean White? He said Sean White. Alright, keep, keep, keep the time going. I have literally no idea how that just happened. Uh, alright, so, uh, I Sean White this guy. Uh, boom! Plenty, uh, to hit. Uh, so I rolled a 15, so that's good. Uh, this is this stuff here will just... Not a ton of damage, but he is still locking this guy down. He's not going to move at all. He's going to stay there, so he's still on top of this guy. And that is... Uh, so that is 4 plus 6 is 10. Plus 14 damage coming at Stinky Illithid. Uh, and the the uh, copies swarm around the, uh, the waist-deep mushrooms, um, just making this guy's... Uh, trying to restrict this guy from doing a whole lot. Vicious so, game of groundhog, like hop, hop, just coming up, he just hop. Like the, the legs, he can't even see where they are. He's got like a pants full of hamsters. 
Alright. I mean, I hear. I, I mean, I, I hear. It's like that. Bites in yeah, at yeah. the Mind Flare, who has remarkable resolve in the face of uh, physical damage to its body. It doesn't even flinch from these attacks. It's moving to try to sort of avoid the damage. It's like kicking at the compies uh, uh, and hitting them with its staff, but it's doing so as it is looking at the like full, uh, the full sight of the battle and like picking its targets. You can see it's just like completely alert as its eyes are darting around. Although, <coughs> despite that, he is like, there is a little bit of strain as he's looking around from the crystal howitzer still trained on. Uh, still trained. Just, to, just to clarify, just because um, I want to make sure there's nothing implied with the narrative there. If he has resistance to non magical attacks, these ca- attacks do count. Uh, no resistance. Just want to double check. Yeah. I'm describing his, 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 his psychic. Uh, uh, his, his psychic nature and I have to double check that also with that damage is he bloodied? You get that <laughs> shit out of here. You Jackal Strike. Made me <laughs> I'm like, oh right, Dan has an ability that triggers on bloody. No, fuck you! <laughs> All right, that was ten uh, years ago. So in a galaxy far, far away. The, the double hot buttered rum is Delicious. <laughs> All right, it is now. Your turn's done. I'm done. It is now Bear Joe's turn, and Keon's got her hand up. Um, do I have to stay on this? For the- no. Um. Uh, however, if you move away from it, it will only stay on the illithid if he stays in this square. So my so the way I was treating it without vocalizing it to you all is that as long as Bear Jaws like the one actively aiming it for that whole turn she's keeping it trained on him unless he breaks line of sight. If you are no longer on it and actively operating it, it still is on, but now it's not getting the little adjustments from him moving. Could she because it's doing a laser. ranged attacks from there? And like be doing the interact with an object thing. Uh, yes, that there. mind flare is locked down. It's yeah, a little too far from my weapon. The goal here is okay. Yeah, without disengaging, oh, right. but you can go back. We have yeah. to depend on yeah. that yeah. thing. Yeah. So yeah, hop out, hop back on. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can. You could do that, especially because you're extra fast. So Bearjaw steps off. I'm going to narrate your turn since you can't talk mm-hmm. as well. Bearjaw steps away from the crystal howitzer as she gets it like just trained a not illithid who's locked down by the scrim uh, scrim swarm dinosaurs, um, and uh, she closes the gap a little bit, getting within that sweet spot where that hammer just flies at full force, close range in mechanical terms. Mm-hmm. That's to do it. That's a seventeen. Ooh. That's a 17. That'll hit the uh, the Illithid's AC 15. And remember, you get two, and you are not raging. It's a 16. You are not raging, or you yeah. are raging. You are raging, and you've been able to maintain it. So that's so yeah. cold. Um, okay. And the next one was 16. 16, which also hits. Good job remembering your uh, eye bleeding disease. Bring the action. So you could just roll 48. Or you can do one at a time. Whatever you want. 48? Wow, thanks. Okay. Okay. I will so roll one, is, one color is one and the other color is one. Okay. Mark it down. Doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, so you've got 12, 16, plus 7 That's is That's nice. 23, plus 18 is 41. 41 damage. We round it up to 48? <laughs> mark it 48 down. <laughs> Nicely, that almost doubles the damage that's been dealt to him. Yeah, just the hammer going forward, the hammer coming back. Is that it? That and then and then 
Bearjaw like double throws the hammer, and before it is even returned to her, it is still flying towards the Illithid as she quickly uh, takes takes a couple of swift steps back. For Bearjaw, despite her size, is very fast on her feet and uh, steps back up to that crystal howitzer, gets her hands on that thing, and is and watching that Illithid from moving. And then as she puts one arm around the crystal howitzer, she sticks her hand out, and the hammer of all souls slams into her hand, and she's uh, uh, and she's got it ready with the crystal howitzer trained. How uh, yeah, so with that blow, with that double <laughs> blow to the double Illithid, tap. That, three. that concentration, that uh, uh, that defiance. that cool defiance of the uh, of the physical blows being dealt to him, that's when it falters. Like he gets hit and it tears out a chunk of his uh, of his breastplate armor, and with it, a huge hunk of illithid skin flies off and slops to the ground, and you see blood pouring out of a large wound in the illithid. Good. Like in Kung Pao, and they punch the cross-section out of the middle. <laughs> burn. Uh, Baron's up. Burn! Uh, Baron as, uh... Well, he, he's kind of do a little bit of something with those guys. these guys? Um, Baron, uh... The shield that he's holding, burning his hands, but, uh... Resisting it because of the ancient dragon cultist armor that he wears. Um, <laughs> but not double iron. Not double iron, though. That would have um, been made of metal. Yeah, would have been wrong. Um, raises shield, and as divine light spreads through, it says, Moradin, with your divine radiance, burn my enemies! Uh, he's doing his uh, the channel divinity uh, radiance of the dawn. So yes. this is... Uh, each hostile creature that doesn't have total cover that I can see within 30 feet. Ooh. Which yes. is everybody but the ogres. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is going to take... Has to make a saving throw, constitution DC 16. Or take... Everyone does. Everyone, Everyone except the ogres. the ogres. And you do have uh, an advantage to either. I know. Has to take... Uh. Ooh, not bad! Got, the, got a 10. Uh, plus 8, or takes... 21 radiant Ooh. damage. All enemies. enemies. Hostile. All hostile creatures. I'm okay. Let's. Yeah. So, yeah. all those guys. Do you want to do the class, class of enemy? How much damage? Uh, it's 21 radiant. What if they, they save, they take half. So they will take 10, 10 radiant. Okay. So, um. We're gonna need to get some more language on this. After the Grimlocks. First things first. The Grimlocks sprinting down this, uh, sprinting down this corridor, just barely closing the gap to Baron with their big bone clubs raised up high, ready to clock him over the head. The other two coming towards Mock. What does this blast look like? Uh, from Baron, just a corona of divine, sort of brilliance, brilliant light. Uh, but sort of orange, as though from a forge flame. Uh, the the Grimlocks, they're... Like the they're Balrogs, like. Yeah. They get thrown backwards yeah. as they tumble backwards. Their skin, their entire front uh, part, it's like, the, it's like a sunburn in space. It just immediately <gasps> melts and boils as they, uh, as they fly backwards. Their entire front side of their body turning into charred... 
uh, charred husks, all uh, of were the charred. Uh, no. Oh, they just they're vulnerable to just, ten or more damage. Yeah, they don't have enough hit points. Nice. Uh, they actually had eleven hit points, but it was a much cooler effect for yeah. it to. Uh, yeah. The guys in front. To, yes, you kill them you on a the right these two. two yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, they're 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 CR one quarter. Ah. So same with the troglodytes. Were. I like so the bodies. I mean, you fought troglodytes Wait, like as level one. There were four yeah, of them. Not quite. And then, uh, yeah, there were some trogs that are dead too. If we just want to spatter the blood, the board a little more. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Aurora's surrounded in uh, trog blood. Get, get your painters, stinky uh, blood, which is green blood that stinks. Um, stinky blood. Do what feels right to you. Uh, I know. I believe I have a troglodyte tooth around my neck. It still stinks. Yo, what up, Hey, you can get it out if you try. Shrimp pulls up to his nose in particularly unpleasant situations. Ah, this stinks. My sunburn in space comment was meant to mean that if you get exposed to the sun in space, yeah. you yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. We, we I like got it. that. I'd like that Dresden would explain their burns that way. <laughs> but it's like they got exposed to the sun without in space. The, uh, what? The what? Without the potent atmosphere. I realized afterwards that it was a, a kind of an odd <laughs> metaphor that requires uh, some amount of. Uh, yeah. Wow. So uh, the other thing. Okay, so that was it. So now let's go with the quagoths. So, uh, Constitution 16. The Quagoths. Uh, Const- Constitution 16. Okay. Yeah. They have a plus three, so so if they get a 13, uh, they succeed. Uh, that is success. We'll go. We'll start with that Quagoth, and then we'll go to. Oh wait, the spellcasters might have a different con. No, they don't. They're all the same. Uh, that guy saves. Oh. This guy saves. Oh. This guy. Does not Ooh. save. Okay. Um, and then you'll need to do concentration on this. Yeah. So they each take ten radiant. Oh, you're right. Uh, they each take ten radiant. The ones that didn't get it. Oh, the ones yeah, that so many. The ones that did not. The ones that saved take ten. The, the one that didn't save takes twenty-one. Uh, the guy with a uh, uh, a spell axe instead of a, a spell rod. Yeah. Uh, he took ten. The guy with the uh, oh, sure they call it. the spell Blacks. sword. Blacks. Yo, green that's blacks. Blacks. We got a job to do tonight. Uh, takes ten damage, and then the guy with the axe takes twenty-one. Uh, he takes twenty-one. You said right? Yeah, that's the full amount of blacks. Yeah, he did not save. Now the mind flare. Toss it in the river. With advantage. Oh wait, no, never mind. It's a spell, so the mind flare gets advantage anyway. What? Is it a spell? It's that This is bitch. my channel divinity action. It's not technically a. I'm not, I'm not uh, using a spell slot to do this. It's a. Uh, it's a magical effect. Uh, saving okay. throws against spells and other magical effects. Yeah. So there you go. It's divine, yeah, but all it's divinity stuff just, is technically all magic. So it yeah, works bright light. Yeah, exactly. It's cool it is. <laughs> like LEDs won't trigger the saving effect, but also won't do much damage. <coughs> constitution. So constitution. He has it. Uh, so rolled a fourteen, and his constitution is plus one. Oh! oh. He takes the twenty-one. Sorry. He takes the twenty-one damage. Radiant. If it makes a difference. Uh, beautiful man. Just uh, because. Do you want to roll the the. Uh, Concentration checks for the oh, spellcasters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, concentration checks for, for, for 10, 10, 10 damage each. Constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a pass, and that is a pass. Damn. Yep. So the heated metal is still okay. flying. And then as a bonus action, 
Uh, uh, so that Illithid took the full force of uh, uh, of that radiant blast, and the same thing to him. His uh, his purple skin just becomes uh, uh, bubbly, becomes bubbly and uh, uh, and, and red as as blisters just immediately form across his exposed body and uh, and he is reeling back. Uh, bits of the ends of his tentacles start, start curling in as if to protect themselves towards his uh, towards his body. Um, let's do... Yeah. And uh, Baron reaches forth his finger. Um, I could do everyone a little tiny bit or I could do one person... A little bit more. Is there someone who needs extra help? I think Mog needs a little extra help. I, I would say do that. Yeah. As uh, he points forth his finger at his cousin and says, Moradin, return the breath of life to my ally! As uh, he casts Healing Word at a level four. So you're going to take, you're going to get 44 plus five. Thank Not you. a lot, so that's five plus... Five, so ten, you're gonna get fifteen. Thank Not a bit, sure. but it's at range, which is no, kind of a the Sam, that thing. lines up so perfectly with Radiance of Dawn. Radiance of Dawn is not a spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Because Radiance of Dawn uh it's not an, action. an action. It's an it action. It is an action. But oh I see. Spell. It doesn't require a spell slot, so yeah, which I can oh, still do a bonus use, action spell. Oh you were able to use a non cantrip bonus action spell. Yeah. Nice. All right, uh, Mr. Illithid Outsider goes. Pony boy. Illithid. Pony boy. Uh, For Johnny. This time, I mean, there's no hesitation. Brass he dice? is. Uh, uh, he I'll is. Take that brass dice toss, though. Love that. Oh, love that yeah. brass to. Brass die Le- mind Le- blast. Le- 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 I put this die back into my uh, my, my dice box because I decided it was time to start Dude, using it. I'm so glad to see it, man. It's brass dice to use dice. And, and like com- com- coming to see Woo! its two. Co- coming to see its devilish nature on our board. Warm oh. my soul. God, that <laughs> um, Did you drop it on the- No, my wrist is very. Oh, oh I, well, we even, all thought you dropped picking the die. up my uh, my cup Ooh, here. We thought you dropped the die on the. Put your brace and, and the brace is very uncomfortable oh. for different ways, oh. reasons. It's I, it's a it's a it's oh, a, a shot of morphine. It's a catch twenty two. Yes, yeah, it's Sophie's Sorry to hear. I'm wearing the brace about fifty percent of the time. Um, is he moving? Yeah. Roll. Lock him down, scream. Hey, why the two dice and. in there? Use an inspiration I've had for a bit. Keep all in the beam. Withdrawal from the bank. <laughs> all right. The 19 hits. Uh, oh, wait. Still well, up. You can keep going. Oh, I didn't actually use the... Never mind. Keep going. I'm so confused. <laughs> Bottom line is, uh, he's, I'll roll damage. Ignore me. He is stuck where he is. He's locked down. That's what I do. And I fail this. I'm out of the party. Um... Do you lock it down? You've been in a pit for months, Scrim. This is the last straw. You have one charge. One charge. Oh, there That's you pretty go. Pretty nice. We're seeing some, some trays. Three and four. Twelve damage! Twelve copy damage. For the squid face. Twelve damage. And inspiration is used. Oh, and he's just stuck there. Right in the uh, yeah, he the he tries to take a step uh, to take a step back, but between the uh, the screen compies, 
just uh, uh, just harrying him and uh, and stopping him from moving and this uh, magic. What was the ground effect again? It's uh, mushrooms. mushrooms. Oh yeah, the, and the like magical mushrooms. The, the, just the mushrooms. thick old mushrooms making it very physically hard to move. Combined with the compies actually grabbing and holding him at, uh, in place, mushrooms. he can't. He can't take a step back or get out of this uh, this crystal howitzer's uh, blast at all. As he uh, and uh, he puts his hand forward in that same motion to release another mind blast, and you can see him just straining, uh, uh, straining at the edge of his powers Ooh. here, and uh, and it's a good lockdown. The lockdown. Give me a second. Like, take a pee a second? No, no. Do you need to take a pee? I think I could. Like, when you're falling asleep at night, like, do I have to pee? No, I don't have to pee. But I'm fine. Do, but I'm, I'm pretty good about that. I'm last fine. Turn. I didn't just get locked down. Oh, there you go. Exceptional. Uh, 10, 20, 30, 40. Yeah, that was a good turn. 50, 60, 70, okay. 91. He, uh, yeah, he, he like puts his hand out and you can see he is tapped and uh, he's bleeding. His entire, uh, the legs of his sort of ceremonial garments that he's wearing are just now soaked with his blood going down all the way to his feet to the mushrooms. Uh, uh, are feeding. swimming in their own little, feeding. are feeding on the uh, illithid blood being poured out. I just really recalibrated what I thought these mushrooms looked like. That's <laughs> actually pretty nice. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, it's more like a they are Alice dark in Wonderland mushrooms plant. over here. It's a portobello. They're those really bitchy flowers, but in mushroom form. It's like, Scrimcorn is <laughs> so bitchy. Scrimcorn is basically saying, so what? Those are what I call mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys call mushrooms? This dandelion just barking at his feet. Um, all right. This is a normal garden, guys. What do you plant? Undercommon, deep speech, common, again, all at the same time, but this mind flare speaks such as it is. It's a psychic, uh, uh, telepathic communication uh, that you hear inside your head. You hear, you hear all these languages layered on top of each other, the one you can understand coming through most prominently. In fact, for the dwarves, you hear dwarven. Yeah. You just hear your language and little hints of other languages that you've heard all at the same time as... Uh, Silver. Um, and uh, you just hear, you hear the voice say, Mercy! No. No. In Sylvan, there is no word for that. He says, Mercy! I will call off my thralls! Can we hear each other's thoughts through the illicit? Are we somehow connected to one another? <laughs> uh, in this moment, in this moment, you hear whispers from your uh, from your allies inside your heads. You get the sense that uh, the blast from the crystal howitzer on this illithid is causing his his psychic energies and his command over his powers to just go a little haywire, go a little scattered. And as he's speaking to you, there's a fuzziness, there's a garbledness, and it's also it's messing up. It's transmitting psychic energies, uh, uh, psychic energies between you. Tristan, outright, is just gonna say. As he starts to speak, Mockin. Mock says, 
And as long as we're doing this in time, Mock is intending on no delay in the action, but he says... Mock can, can feel yeah. Drusen's intent. Mock says, your lair, where do you hail from? <laughs> Thinking. Uh, and this is not a weak thought. This is not a quiet suggestion. He, he, this uh, is the anger that he's felt coming in and out of his own mind for these last versus business entire last few sections of battle. There's a wrong answer here, buddy. He says, again, you hear the voice in, uh, in all of your heads, a little more muted in all of you, except for Mock, who hears it loudly, but you all can hear it coming from Mock's mind. Again, you get the sense that the Illithid would prefer to speak directly to Mock, but it's coming out as this blast, like emanating from Mock's head. Uh, everything in about this is clumsy and desperate and panicked. You uh, you hear the voice say, I have no lair. I'm an outcast. That's why he's called One that. word. Death. <laughs> yeah. From Bairn, the... A brief flash of the entire history of the Dwergar. <laughs> yeah. Of they were once dwarves who were corrupted by the abominations that are mind flayers and illithids, and the thought echoing with all this history behind it is abomination. In your mind, you can feel that Scrim is about to suggest survival, pragmatism, but he he, he also understands the dwarves have. Some serious thousands and thousands of year old axes to grind, so he says yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, Jusen finishes his thought and says, for, for those like him, there can never be mercy. For if we let him go, he'll be back to harvest the minds of others. From Mock's mind, you just see an image one of like wringing the water out of a rag before you cast it aside. <laughs> <laughs> you hear another like very angry deep speech voice different from this uh, mind flares. And then you hear Oil Vein's voice translate, oh, kill him. Oh god. Fantastic 100% into this class. <laughs> right. Do we, like, do we yeah. Never mind. We hate humans. <laughs> mind flares even below humans. <laughs> That's true. We hate humans. My yeah, yeah. <laughs> like humans, like mercy. We're like kill the humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If we let the elephant go, it really puts like a dangerous yeah. precedent on like what race. That's we right. Have mercy That's for. right. <laughs> if someone were to make the gradient, we'd probably be uncomfortable looking at the graph. Harley rejected. Is he casting a spell? No, he can't. <laughs> he cannot. The crystal howitzers. Yeah, dude, he did not count. We didn't count on him, an illithid coming out of the wall, but he did not count on us coming strapped. <laughs> that howitzer is that was like that howitzer combined with keeping him in one spot. I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he would have just absolutely. broke line of sight. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. Yeah, but uh, we were like flesh of stone, bitches. That's the, the, the downfall of having no infrastructure. You might just wander into the wrong people. I'll jump these guys. I have machine guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. They can't. Give me all your money. <laughs> oh my god, this sucks. <laughs> Shit, it's the hero from Skyrim. The Skyrim. <laughs> getting, its, <laughs> getting his response just drops his, uh, uh, drops his staff, uh, lands on one of the compies that goes, <laughs> Uh, and uh, he looks down to his side, which is just still just like pouring blood out. And uh, <coughs> um, 
closes his eyes and balls his fists. Starts crying. Everyone. Is this a spell? It is a uh, it is a uh, a magical effect. <laughs> is it a death curse? <laughs> he he cannot cast spells spell. because oh, of the crystal house. I just want to counter. We we already played the perfect counter. But um, I see that that does horn none in your mind. Aurora has also had that counterspell stun stick oh, and know. has not gotten to use. Aurora and Jusen look at each other and roll their eyes. Ooh. <laughs> he says, when they're all asleep, let's disable that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just sabotage. Take my thunder. Finally, um, we'll get some everyone fun. roll a constitute an intelligence saving throw DC 15. Do we have With the advantage from the howitzer or not? Uh uh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yay! I mean, I need it. I mean, it's, I have oh no pluses, God. so that thank God. DC 15. Uh, nope, no. fuck. Not me. Nope. Not me. It's failure for Baron. It's a 20, baby! Down, 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 down. Okay. This is the same effect as the Mind Blast. It's 22 psychic damage and stunned if you failed. And the, uh, the Mind Flares entire head just explodes <laughs> outwards as uh, uh, as what do you call it? The Gray matter? Gray matter, yeah. Gray matter just splatters against the the, the compies, the mushrooms, the uh, uh, the wall here, and the illithid just drops yes. down limp oh, as heavy. he has oh, wait. psychically exploded The bullet has his 21 hit points brain. left. Roll oh, the save no. on that bullet. Bullet! Wait, wait, wait. Intelligence? Bullet? No. Minus four! <laughs> no. Don't look the other. Mock, did you save or not? I did not. So as Mock is stunned and barely able to move, he holds on to the harness on the bullet as the bullet, boom, falls down like what? Three, four feet? Uh, he's got sort of short, stubby legs. He falls yeah. down like a couple feet collapses. and collapses to the ground as you see the tongue of the bullet just loll out of its mouth. Revivify, quick. Uh, Bearjaw standing on the uh, on the crystal howitzer platform feels it get wrenched to the side just a bit as the bullet's uh, the bullet's harness yanks on it as it uh, falls down. Two of the wheels are in the air, lifeless. Yeah, two of the wheels. Just it's just up a bit. And um, that's that. The Quagoths suddenly uh, the free from the influence did, of the mind. Wait, do they get hit with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. Axe Quagoth is gone, and Raps Quagoth is gone. So the two spellcaster Quagoths remain oh, yeah. as, uh, uh, as you see them reeling from the same effect. Um, uh, you see them reeling from the same there you go effect, but they uh, but they stay standing. Um, but they uh, they they, con- they they make their constitution. Oh yeah, no, they lose they lose concentration. Oh, they're stunned. Noise. Okay. They are stunned. The ogres in the back, that cadence of just thunk, crank, 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 thunk, crank, 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 it like stops mid crank as you glance over and see the ogres. Uh, looking around, shaking their head, uh, uh, like seeing where they are and looking ahead. Oh, they're up next. Yeah. Um, 
Your master is dead. Flee while he's still gone. I mean, they 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 take off immediately. They have no idea why yeah. they're here. They're 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 very disoriented. They're very disoriented, and there's a lot of deadly things looking right down this way <laughs> as uh, they drop their crossbows. No, yeah. they sling. One of them drops the crossbow. The other yeah, one yeah, yeah. slings the crossbow over its uh, shoulder, is, and they take off running, uh, running that way. You can take them off the board or just put them at that edge I to indicate that they're running. Okay. Um, and that is the ogres. The trog. Um, currently trogs. The trogs are all dead. That are here. There may be hidden trogs. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let me just... <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, Mock will do another saving throw. Let's just see if oh, nice. really against the odds he can go three for three here because pretty amazing. All right. Advantage or not? Uh, he what, he finds himself right in his ninth circle of hell, wandering the streets of Waterdeep in a drunken haze. <laughs> Filthy, like the homeless dwarf he has been for months. Matted beard, twisted, reeking, reeking of old ale and sour wine in clothes that are fine and of that communicate an elevated status other than their bedraggled, rent, and stained appearance. And as he wanders the streets of Waterdeep, endlessly trying to escape the trade quarter, every turn brings him back, and back, and back, to the the shop that was once in, to Hawk's Regalia, somehow around every single corner. He steals his mind to try to escape this labyrinth of historic torture. Oh, no. Oh, Mog is still in it. Just hears a laugh of pubis somewhere yeah. nearby. Cackling pubis! Do you guys remember that time Mock suggested that the group be called Hawks or Alien? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I don't think he ever actually no, did. That, that was an amazing no, no, no. misinterpretation. Everybody... Other than Eric. No, no, I, I understood it correctly. Well, you understood. As well. I was like, what most are you, people. How are you all confused right now? There was there was significant misunderstanding. It was pretty and, amazing. And, Mock, and it was great because in character, Mock's like, no, 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 definitely not. No, 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 no. But that confusion only, only added to us saying, you know, Festive Fate is, is like a little bit much, but we should lock it down before we just get stuck down this conversation, because <laughs> we've already talked like a half hour why it used to be Hawks Regalia. That's right. Like, it, it ran out the clock. Hawks Regalia ran out the discussion clock, and it was like, Festive Fate, like, okay, let's just do that one. <laughs> somehow it worked against his intentions, and like, somehow <laughs> elevated to like, let's just do this, the thing yeah. that Mock was questioning. Alright. Um, yeah. It remains, remains stunned. Quick, just the bullet, I assume, is dead. The bullet is dead. He's off the The quags are stunned. Uh, one of them shakes his head uh, uh, out of it, looking around as confused as the ogres were. <laughs> and oh, yeah, it's the end of his turn, so. Aurora stabs him. Uh, Aurora never rolled her original save, and she did save. So, wow, Aurora. Three for three on this. Aurora, Aurora does. Charge <laughs> oh, the guy. Like, where am I? I've got to get two swords akimbo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah. she as the guy is confused, like looking around, his mind clearly in the process of clearing from the uh, from the mind flares uh, uh, enthralling of him. Look, he looks around. He and says then, death, and that was pretty general. And and then only looks at the last minute as Aurora is just going. Ah! 
and she stabs in with both swords at him, uh, just through one through his like chest and one through his gut simultaneously, and then she rips them out and looks at the other one, breathing heavily, covered the in blood. The quagga wakes and says, "Oh, where have I been? I hope I haven't done anything immoral." Is stunned. We're okay, right? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Even though the source of the second deep speech voice no longer exists, he's trapped in the memory of what of the pain it caused. Oh. Uh, that is an Like you said, he's still trapped. The pain. Trapped the memory. in it. The pain of the memory of the outcast mind flare. And, uh, Drewston, what are you doing here? What are you doing? So many spells I can try. Counter spell. Well, not that spell. You have a very stunned Quaggoth in front of you. You guys are no longer on fire. We're no longer, yeah, our metal is cooling. Um, As our... our You're just going to cast Charm Monster on this Quaggoth. It gets an advantage to its saving throw. Uh, Wisdom saving throw 15 from this Quaggoth. Wisdom saving throw 15? Wisdom saving throw 15. Gets advantage because we're attacking. Not mind control. Alright. Here we go. Uh, Uh, He's got a 15, uh, 16. Yep, it doesn't work. Uh, What happens? Take that essence pipe and he lights it in this moment of, you know, peace after the mind flare blew some brains out. And he blows the smoke towards his quaggath, but. Even in its stunned state, it uh, it is too uh, frightened of us to be charmed. Oh, probably a disadvantage uh, because of a stunned. The, it's automatically fails. Just strength and depth. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You, yep. We are we already got it. It's uh, it's scrim. Grim uh, slowly starts moving, feed. moving out of uh, of his still in copy form. Um, you dismiss the uh, mushrooms? No, I actually can't. They're just it just creates perfect there. Hey, yeah. a thousand years from now, I mean, this is gonna be a, they're just this will be no longer usable as a passage. It's great because it's yeah. not concentration. It just you're like. This stuff grows a whole bunch. The ecosystem here is going to be completely devastating. Like Apparently, there are mushrooms that not. eat stuff, too, just to clarify what was made canon by this like, party. Invasive species are regularly introduced to foreign environments by druids. I think he actually can only get one square. <laughs> so he's slowly making his way out because it's as inconvenient. It must be bear jaws. Bear jaw, what? Did you, are you stunned or not? You are stunned. Okay, you can roll your save. What hell do you find yourself in? Please. Bear jaws in a um. Good for the like, a, need. like a vast white blizzard. So like the sky is not visible. It's like a like a white out. White, yeah. Yeah. And the snow is just endless, but it's all flat, super flat. So you don't get any kind of terrain. It's really easy to like lose your bearings. And um, she comes upon a. Um, a pile of rocks with a top and a bear skull. And she's like, for for Goliath, that's like a traditional way to set up a, like a gravestone. And seeing that, like, okay, that's a point of reference. And then she tries to go off in another direction, and it's another one. And then another one. Another one. She just kind of, no matter what direction she ends up, she always ends up at this 
these pillar stones. Ooh. And roll. Oh, she's still there. Oh, she's still there. Wandering, wandering forever. Baron, are you stunned? Maybe Baron this is way. Still stunned. Nope, okay. there's another one over here too. Baron, in a vision once more in the uh, ever rising walls of the uh, high halls of Morden where he once found himself some months ago, as he sees the visage of Morden and his wife behind him, as Morden says, You have failed me and broken your oath. Be gone from this place evermore. As he is dissipating further and further and further away, Morden and his wife shrinking in his vision. Gotta say, everyone in this party's got their thing, but no one can match Baron for nightmares. <laughs> Wait, this is not an advantage, correct? Uh, would... No. Well, it's kind of odd. I don't um, think we have been rolling after. I don't, yeah, people have been rolling without, so well, without. Well, yeah, so it's, it's failed. Just it fails regardless. It fails. Oh, okay. Both okay. dice fail, so... That's fair. That keeps it... Yeah. Uh... It's not Does the Quagga wake up from his stun? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know. the Quagga. Oh, sorry, it's giving Mock's turn. Oh, Mock. Oh, me again. Wow. Who's still in it? Yeah, it's already back to me. I guess, I guess it has. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, and the whole group. If there was any monsters alive, the group would be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seriously. Actually the, the group sits here high for several hours. Our strategy was elite. <laughs> our preparation was very fortunate, and our rolling was supernatural as long as it had to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mushrooms. Ma, Ma, Ma continues to kind of like mutter, <laughs> mutter kind of like preparation processes for kind of like certain gem washes that he used as a young apprentice. And he's just like muttering these formulas under his breath for anyone who's kind of near enough to hear as he continues. But one of the first things Mock said tonight was to use the crystal howitzer on the Illith, which was really good advice. So yeah. anyone nearby, like Aurora's listening to Mock, what's and she's like, she's like, what's he saying to do next? Hold on. I what is that? Oil of what? <laughs> and he finds himself, he finds himself even deeper in his own mind, back at the first September he can remember mm. of all of them, and just how jovial of a time it was, and how it, in many ways, was one of the events that set the standard for the, uh, the Foe Hammer and the Clan of Adric, and just how he sees the, the just the levity and the cheer, how important he felt to be a part of this wonderful dwarf group. The dwarves themselves feeling fortunate just to be dwarves, because that's awesome to dwarves. And you know, looking around, seeing smiling faces and the revelry, the the competition and the food and the craftsmanship, and seeing Adric. But like, it's like one of those pictures where you look at it like a certain like way, and you kind of like. You know, like whatever the tiger's head turns a little bit and like roars. This is like every time he catches Adric, every he'll catch him and it'll be Adric as he remembers it. The cherubic, smiling, vivacious, like the standard and the founder of the feast. Um, and then every other time it's just kind of like off, all of a sudden kind of like dark sunken eyes. Think about Gollum when he reaches for that ring when he's in uh, when he's in uh, you know the last homely house with Elrond. It's like it's kind of a warping of the features and just. This kind of happens, and just like it's tainting, it's poisoning this precious memory of 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 Mock as he as he kind of finds himself bound here, and he, he finds this, he feels his urge to escape the party, uh, to to save his his sanity and his own memory. He does not. Okay, <laughs> 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 hey, no, he's still in there. The Quagoth 
Yeah. Look at his stat there. Oh, Quigoths have quite a negative intelligence. <laughs> the Quigoth is still just... Uh, They're is, good thralls. He's suffering yeah. in his own mind as well. Uh, he's actually fallen to a knee and is like dropped to a knee and his hand is on the ground as uh, as he's uh, shaking his head. He's, Unhinging. He's dropped his uh, his his spellcasting axe. The splats. It's up for grabs. Yo, grab the splats. Yo, grab the splats. Roll with me. And trouble on Aurora. In this corner. Oh god. She heard the word, and the word was dead. It's the word of the day. Ah. Stays Uh, Aurora goes to strike in, but she hesitates. And she's got the sword, and but she sees this guy, like, collapsing to a knee, like, hand on the ground. And she can see this mental agony that he's, uh, that he's in. And she just holds the shot at the ready. Not dropping her guard, but she's glancing back at her team. She sees the ogre's gone, and uh, the the Is frenetic only... violence of the battlefield has for a moment calmed. Most of her party are stunned, he's... unmoving. Scrim is slowly making his way through a mushroom field as copies, and she just suddenly has this clarity that she was about to just strike down this creature who was enthralled by a mind flare and is like suffering intently like inside its own head uh, uh, as much as some of her allies are currently doing and she just hesitates and she doesn't ask anything she just kind of like looks back like she's just not faced this before Tristan as the it's her only non-stunned party member <laughs> yes gives her a look and puts up one finger like one moment. One more kill. One uh, one. Are you still oh, stunned? Still Did stunned. everyone fail their unstun? Every except, single except for these two. Yeah. No, I mean, they're, uh, uh, they're, they're follow-up. Dude, they're follow-up. Follow it's a 15 plus zero for all of us. Uh, wow. Like, I would say there are Reddit articles yeah. written, yeah. Like, written about how saving throws don't scale. The CR is ridiculous. I'm going to use my inspiration to get out of this stun. Oh, oh, the inspiration die. Oh, that's nice. All right. Uh, Oil vein in, in an effort to escape these two, these these deep speech voices in his head. The one coming from his blood, the one coming from the memory of his mind flayer, retreats further in himself, and he hears the voice of his father, dead. Keep that guy. It's a sacred oath, yeah. I tell you. Yeah, it's a sacred oath. <laughs> and he sees, he, he, he sees his voice turning, he says, Wait, who the fuck are you? Ah, <laughs> oh, I got 18. 18. Yeah. And the inspiration goes to Scrimcorn. Dristan, you are up as or as Oil Vane. Uh, Oil Vane says, fuck you, old man. <laughs> Comes to himself with a fuck you, old man standing in the in the, the mushroom field. <laughs> Dristan, as it is, pipe clenched, essence pipe. Long, slim, minimalist white pipe, clenching his teeth. Sweet smoke coming out that was used to quell the wild nature of beasts that needed to be captured. Uh, and he says, oh, "Hold on a bit, Aurora. There's much that can be learned from one such as this. Give me another attempt here." And he blows this long plume of smoke that swirls around the quagga. He's casting Charm Monster again! Wisdom saving throw 15. Does he have? He gets advantage because we're fighting him. Because we're fighting him. And you guys checked, did you check the stun and 
No, yeah, I checked. No, no disadvantage. They have advantage on attack rolls, but unless it's a dexterity or strength. It's so odd that it doesn't. Uh, Your mind is not completely gone. Yeah. yeah. You can still talk, but halting it. Right? Yeah, it's interesting that differences between stun and paralyze are very, very weird. Um, even, even paralyzed. Yeah. You have you have full intelligence and wisdom and charisma yeah, and same charisma. Uh, okay, so ah, that's a seventeen. Jason strikes. He says, "Cool, strike him down." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Before he can harm one such as us. Scrim. Uh, Bear job. Oh no, scrim. Aurora. Uh, Aurora strikes him down. Yeah. She was essentially. Readying yeah. of sorts. And uh, she's hesitating, and then Jerusalem says, Strike him down. And that hesitation in her, that what do we do in this situation, is answered by Jerusalem's words, which is, You kill him. Yeah. And uh, and she just takes her, uh, she just takes her, her anti mage blade and just, uh, and just, he's, I mean, the guy's like sort of cowering and, uh, and holding his head, and she just sticks it under, uh, under his chin. And just slices hard, and uh, and the the guy's dead in less than a second as he just falls down his jugular, just completely emptying his blood supply into the ground. Uh, while everyone's struggling with their stunned effects, and Aurora collapses to the ground. Jason's gonna walk over and take that one guy's spell axe, and meanwhile, Mage hand the Mind Flayer staff over to himself. Nice. Combination crit. <laughs> oh, you just you guys come out of your stunned effect to see Dresden standing there. Secretly, Dresden had also heard Bearjaw over overheard Bearjaw say two swords two are just swords. cool. <laughs> Scrim, uh, kind of like coming out of the the these high dense mushrooms, like not reforming, but like kind of like crouching down and standing up as he reforms as he comes out. Says, "You locked him." Really don't like mind flares. Oh, let me tell you a story. I was told on my birthday every year about a mind flare named Darkstar and the terrible creatures he kept under his command. And he goes into a story that our listeners can hear on this special <laughs> podcast. Join us. Uh, we're not in combat Eventually. anymore. <laughs> uh, combat is now effectively. I want to see how long it takes for Baron to get out here, so let's go. <laughs> yeah. Six One, two, <laughs> three, four, five. He gets it out on the fifth round. So thirty seconds. And a good, a good thirty seconds later, Mom so, catches the so, first one. Well, what, what does? Uh, what are the rest of you doing while you know Mock and Baron are at the beginning of this, like just still like stuck in this, and Baron for nearly a minute is like still just like can't be reached. It's really just those guys. Justin slowly makes his way with Mind Flare after picking up that spell axe. Does it? Does the Grimlock spell axe reverberate with any kind of magic effect? Or is it does it, not. They just use it as an arcade focus. It does not. The, the... Perfect for the reliquary. Uh. Um, and then he, <laughs> he has the Mind Flayer's staff in his hand from Mage Hand. Does that have any... That one does. Hold on to that. Uh, and then he's just going to slowly make his way over to the Mind Flayer and pick off any little items or totems the guy has. Uh, he'll even take it to armor and stuff. 
thinks this will be like a good like mannequin with all the armor and stuff on it. You have to do like a stuffed. What is Justin feeling? Like, stuffed head. Now you've killed. Yeah, the he is. He is feeling like a fucking warrior here. I mean, he was told for forty-nine years of the final fight against Darkstar and the forces <coughs> that took him down. The combined forces of the Delvinars, the Hearthhearts, the uh, uh, Ironwoods, and the Dunbadgers. And to take down, to be at least a part of taking down a Mind Flayer here, is something that is would be a legendary feat amongst the dwarves. But he feels a sadness, too, because he knows it'll be a long time yet before he can tell his own pa this story. Here's <laughs> the Mind Flayer of any other items on uh, I took his wallet. It does not. Okay, I'm taking his... He has a fake ID, clothing. Yeah, his uh, ceremonial uh, like garb and his belt. <laughs> yeah, the sh- how did I describe that? That that it was like, a belt? broken yeah. symbol or something fake, like that, or like it would somehow yeah. ripped off or shattered or something or other. Uh, we'll say that it's got like a, a, a crack, just like lengthwise across, not like like diagonally across the essentially like the belt buckle. Um, uh, but it's not just like an incidental crack; it's like a ceremonial just tear across it to indicate. The uh, loss of status. Uh, Scrim during uh, while while combat is kind of finishing. Spud is that Spud? Yeah, I think he's been. I think he's been let in. Yeah, he's broken. Um, uh, Scrim goes over to to Baron and uh, Scrim is in uh, Stormborn <coughs> form, and uh, and is um, kind of like trying to shake him and uh, and listen. Ah! And says some like dwarven like, Oi! Salmonar! You there? And uh, and is uh, is keeping an eye on him as uh, like Locke seems like it breaks out of it pretty quickly. He, he actually makes his next throw, so for your arm gets out. He kind of yeah. comes to you rather quickly. And so Scrim for yeah, quickly. for the RP side, Scrim goes over to uh, to Baron and is uh, kind of keeping an eye on him and like I don't know, making sure he's not, like, biting his tongue, like, you know. <laughs> I think the way this works is he's essentially, like, in and out of, like, yeah. awareness of his surroundings. You, you can talk haltingly, so you're a, you are able to sort of communicate with people around you from the, the words as written. So it comes in and out. He's, like, partially tormented by these visions, but then also sort of aware of what's going on like, a little bit. Scrim starts getting out some, like, roots... And like gets out his sensor to like start burning some incense to to wave in his face, but it doesn't actually last that long, you know. In combat terms, it's a while, but yeah, you know, he starts getting out like, uh, so you gonna you gonna get out of this? Your cousins not looking good. So yeah, he keeps an eye on his little uh, theology buddy. No. Uh, when when Baron finally does, he waits to see Scrimcorn. He waits to see Scrimcorn, and it is. The nightmares finally leave him, and he is spent emotionally uh, as just these horrible visions of the past and potential future, or just nightmares, uh, finally leave him, and and in a he heaves uh, a sigh, and his his beard is wet with tears spent. In a in a. Uh, in a totally platonic "I love you, man" kind of way, Scrim comforts him with like, "You're back. You're, you're with us. You're, you're here." And Baron surveys the battlefield and sees the thirteen corpses. 
The nightmare has just begun. And the bullet, uh, dead. And, uh, sees his party members all alive and well. Uh, but, you know, it still feels like danger could could lurk around, leap around a corner at any moment. So he, this is, it's like, it's like in movies where like, you know, the, the sound stops and there's yeah. explosions everywhere and bodies lying around. It's like, yeah. Let us get to our safe ground as quick as possible. Uh, 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 there is a, there is a, a 70 gold pieces and 10 platinum pieces on the elephants. Mm. Which I'm assuming you said 70 gold and 10 platinum. <coughs> Which Mock hears as 50,000 gold pieces. Yeah, exactly. Please, we're done now. Finally. Wow. I mean, we, we now. got all the money we need. It will be a while time. before we don't make those jokes. Hey, look, if you guys love it, please own your love. <laughs> <laughs> this is. It's an incredible, uh, I, it's it's an incredible, incredible chunk of a session. <laughs> Believe me. It's an incredible chunk of a session. That I mean, we could just pay What was Drusen saying? A bear jolt? Uh, I'll hate to ask you this, but could you jog the howitzer with you? Oh, could the, I? The, to be clear, the boulette um, is dead. He's dead. Well, he was reduced to zero hit points. Well, that's sort of. That's always a question of with NPCs and with They go through characters. the same dying things if you want oh. a chance to save them. Mock makes his first save. All bro. monsters Wait. essentially sure. get the same You're thing. Telling me it's just you don't want to save them, so they die. We and you left just a trail ignore. of survivors. And so you ignore it. But but when it matters, yeah. uh, you go death saving throws. Great. That's well, my that's okay. how that's how I treat it. Okay. Let's make it death saving throws. Baron is not in any way to aid because Mach. that would have resolved so well before that's he the biggest regained problem. consciousness. Mach comes up on he literally rolled the first save. Just throw afterwards. a good berry in his mouth. Yeah, everyone has a good berry. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. I've been using up that first level spell slot. Mach Mach comes to his mind feeling like mush with very few of his sensory abilities available to him. But he lies astraddled the warm, comforting body of a mighty, heroic boulette. And he, he, he feels the warmth draining from his, uh, from his, uh, from, from, from exactly, from the, the still body. And he says, he says, not today! <laughs> And he, he fumbles for the little the little uh, pouch and pulls a pulls a, a magical stinking bullet and puts it in the more available nostril of the bullet. <laughs> the bullet. I mean, you didn't save immediately. First. No. Uh, after the the original blast, no. the bullet was like bleeding out and like you could see its like breaths are becoming like shallow and it takes it in and uh, uh, and immediately the magical healing of it you know sets in and its eyes very lazily open as it uh, uh, you can hear these strained breaths as it looks into mock and, uh, and it just stays laying there for a while mock uh, gives it some pats and he says uh, just one moment, and he looks kind of. He regards like the, uh, the like the enormous spears that have kind of impaled it in several spots, 
and kind of just like like lays a hand on one and kind of like senses the flinch and just like lets that stand and looks over to see Scrim comforting <coughs> Scrim comforting uh, Baron over there and uh, nods and he looks over to see Dristan looting the illithid <laughs> also nods like yes doing good things here looks over to see uh, Bearjaw I imagine somehow still standing but like draped over like the uh, the uh, the crystal howitzer still at the ready like it's one of those things where like she's catatonic like they all have been but somehow she just she's, looks well, less catatonic than anyone could she's look looking, she's looking at you actually yeah because um, she's been watching as you're kind of like working with this and she reaches into her bag and she pulls out this vial of red glowing Ooh. liquid and she kind of like with a tilt of her head <clears throat> kind of holds it out to him he says me or yeah. he like gestures to, to the boulette to the boulette yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I mean he's got 7 out of 68 he's fine <laughs> uh, he says uh, and, well we'll take it he gives it to him yeah, and so he does, he takes that and uh, basically just goes back to that, you know, the, I think it had, it, t- it caught two, two of those nasty, uh, yeah. uh, two of those nasty, uh, basically spear-sized bolts, and he goes kind of like the deeper one and just kind of like pours it all and just like rips it out uh, such that like that can kind of patch up and alleviate some of the irritation, certainly. Potion of healing. Potion Used of healing. up. Yeah. As, uh, yeah, the magic of the potion goes to work and just seals up those wounds as the boulette, uh, very shortly afterwards, basically now right around the same time that Baron is coming to the boulette, mm-hmm. sort of gets back up on its legs and stands up a little bit and... The cart uh, flops down on back on Yeah, the yeah, the cart and foot, <laughs> boom. Yeah. And, uh, and it just lets out a... Oh, I know. It was a bad day. It was a bad day. Gives it like the little pound on its head. And then the, the <laughs> roulette just sort of like, it, 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 it drops to the ground again, like in a sort of like sitting, laying yeah. position, like and just relaxing. starts snacking on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Got a good eat. Mock then looks over to Oil Vein, who, whose mental health is, of, I think, concerned to everyone here. Yeah, in a general sense. Granted. In a general sense. In a general sense. How's Oil doing? Well, he looks at Oil Vane, and uh, Oil Vane is... uh, He's got the spyglass that he hasn't returned to mock yet. Of course he does. But he's clearly facing a wall. (laughs) He's looking at a wall. (laughs) He's like, ooh. And he looks over to Scrim, and he's like... Like, gives him that... Scrim looks and just goes... Uh, yeah, like Mox did the same thing. Uh, <laughs> How long did it take you to get to come out of it? Oh no, I was, he was able out to save after that. But okay, I, I think just narratively speaking, he's just still a little bit right, shaky. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now we got everyone out. Baron's, yeah, okay. Baron's back at it uh, with with Scrimcorn sort of watching over Baron as he comes to. All right, well, let's do mine. Let's patch our wounds and be right. gone from this place. Okay, some healing. The the corpses will draw carrion. We don't want to be here when they arrive. As if on cue, you can hear just the the flaps of wings and the skittering. And just from outside the darkness of your your dark vision. It's Batman. <laughs> it's Batman. Ugh. Ugh. You guys can eat that. Difficult business. And he says, but uh, to lay down a, an illithid. He smiles and he says, 
He says, this, this is a story we will tell the rest of our days. Those who reclaimed Delvinar would be proud of us here today. Mm, old Delvinar. Yes, a clan uh, very much tied with the Illithids and their, their uh, battles with dwarves. Great, we now have to break that miniature to celebrate our... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can we break the old one? Scrim, uh, seeing as everyone's kind of gathered, like, everyone's woken up, even if they're in different states of mental awareness. Um, uh, let's gather around. <clears throat> we need to catch our breath so we can get on the road. And uh, summons uh, the all too familiar visage of an old wizard woman who says, <laughs> The healing is potent, but at what cost? Uh, and I'm popping a higher spell slot. That is 26. If you're close, if you're close, you're topped up. But if, yeah, roll that to see if we need more. How many? 26. Yeah, I'm great. So, we used a higher level spell slot. So she's, uh, she's less transparent. She's less transparent. She looks a little closer to just an actual robed, withered woman. Aurora. Aurora is over with the rest of the group, breathing in the, uh, the aura of the, the aura of the healing spirit. And she takes a couple steps away. She sees people are still gathering themselves and... Pretty quickly afterwards, she's just got a little cloth uh, on the ground laid out, and she's got her her stun stick and her two swords and uh, some cleaning implements as she just begins cleaning her swords. Tristan's actually going to over to her, seeing her hesitation in the fight earlier with the stun quagot and having given her command. And He and Aurora, out of all the dwarves, have actually interacted, I think, the least amount. Um, but he kind of sits next to her. Um, She's just cleaning her swords as she's like clearly ready to listen, but is not looking yeah. at him. Uh, and he just says, uh, "Lassie, that was not an easy fight. Uh, it was one that would have broken up any other group that did not work together as well as we did. It did good." She says, "I don't like what that thing did to my mind." Uh, me neither. Uh, uh, my father taught me. Her mind is a precious thing to hold on to. Uh, is a treasure that many others will seek to hold for themselves or to control. Know that your mind, uh, as long as you're here with us, shall never be controlled or taken by any others. I've got your back, Lassie. Assuming others aren't. She just continues to like, do you oil swords? Yeah. yeah, you do, right? That's what I thought. It's uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's that's what she does. She's got, she's got her little constantly, constantly sharpen. Them. That's what I thought. Yeah, so yeah. she's, she's got her oil out and a, a sharpening uh, stone as she's doing this. Magic and she doesn't look at Dristan. She just says, "Thank you," and uh, just keeps doing it. Uh, and uh, Dristan's gonna take out uh, the magic pigments. We're all uh, the rest are um, within the witches. He is going to draw a uh, special pommel for... Not pommel, a special sheath for one of her swords. Um, and it looks like a Mind Flayer's head on the top in the leather with the tendrils coming down. And every time she puts the sword in, it's like she's stabbing a Mind Flayer's head. Sweet. Wow. Maybe she doesn't see wow. him doing this because she's so focused. Yeah, she's just completely focused until finally she gets up 
sheaths the uh, sheaths shatter spike uh-huh. and she can't sheath the the special cell spell sword. Mm. He says, "Oh wait, I got something for you." And he presents this leather sheath to her with the mind flare design on it to remember our victories. Not nothing can hold us back as long as we're family. She uh. She nods her heads and she takes it in two hands, noticeably displaying the the ceremonial like dwarven accepting of a precious gift as she uh, uh, as she grabs it and she says, "Thank you for this." I and she undoes her belt, starts putting it on. You know, these medieval clothing like takes yeah. obnoxiously long yeah. to get that fucking yeah, thing. But back that's also there. part of it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing it slowly, methodically, not rushing her. Bemoaning it. Scrim uh, sees uh, goes over to Aurora uh, as she's as she's doing this, um, kind of prepping just uh, stuff, and uh, takes out on the end of a uh, a short rope a preserved small frog. <laughs> Is it? Well Poison dart frog. <clears throat> says, they're young. He says, the adults are incredibly dangerous, as are their young. And he attaches it to Aww. the healing staff. <gasps> oh boy. Yeah. yeah. So a small, kind of mummified poisonous frog. Cool. She smiles at Scrimcorn. You're my poison frog every day. It's less than an hour's travel uh, to get to the camp you were originally planning on heading to tonight. Uh, the, the the prepared sort of cave, the forward... Not, it's not even an outpost. It's, the, yeah. just, it's just a camp. It's an established campsite. That's right. That, the, uh, that on previous excursions... Really it's a secure location. It's a nice cave. It's got a choke point. You can even roll the boulder back in place to... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, to make well, me well, well, but bear jockey. Bear jockey, please. Uh, well, well, Greg, on the way back, Drewson did cast identify on the uh, the mind flare staff. Uh, yeah, well, I figured you would do it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, um, it's a uh, it's a staff that um, uh, it looks cool. It looks exactly like it's on this guy's mini. So it's got a cool like. Crescent shape with a green sort of glistening finish on its uh, on its end. It's otherwise a bit of uh, gnarled wood, uh, uh, heading up you know slightly irregularly, not so straight uh, along its length. And it is um, it can be wielded as a magic quarterstaff, and it is a plus three when used uh, to attack. So it's a plus three quarterstaff. Um, it is a staff of striking is the magic item. I'll link that in the Slack. But it has 10 charges in the beginning, and when you hit with a melee attack using it, you can expend up to three of its charges to get plus 1d6 force damage for each charge spent. Yeah. And it regains 1d6 plus four expended charges at dawn. That's really and cool. And as usual, if you use the last charge, uh, roll a one, and it disintegrates. Isn't that that's what happened, though? That's actually a really amazing one. has... That's... I rot. I do. Set rot. I Set do. Rot. Uh, I'm preparing Lester Restoration for tomorrow, yeah. unless you have something you want to do before that. I get rid of one person's... Uh, is, it, uh, is it like a disease? Like it sticks around? It's, it's a, a disease. disease. It's gonna get worse. He's got the worst... He's got the worst... It's a full-blown disease. 
Definitely okay. Baron. Then, uh, then I can do one. I can do another one tomorrow without risking the staff. And normally I'd risk it, but uh, this guy showed the danger. Um, that D twenty uh, roll is incredible. Uh, so does lesser restoration just gonna get rid of it entirely? Uh, I yes. mean, it, it, yes. he, he okay. would be the one to ask. Okay, I so, looked it up before. One. So Scrim, after attaching the poison, the preserved poison dart frog, um, shakes it in front of you. It jingles and jangles the sound of bones and voodoo magic. It makes you feel uncomfortable, but you can see it better now. But then comfortable. But yeah, uncomfortable. the uh, horrible rot affecting his sight that and goes away. Um, yeah, yeah so, it's a remarkably cool. simple spell. I'm not sure there's any other spell that has two sentences to describe the entire thing, which is, you touch a creature and can end either one disease or one condition affecting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Oh, so... That's it. Eloquent. Uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to use on those people who were stunned. No dice. Can't, uh, can't clear the stun. Um, but yeah, that's gone now, Perfect. and then, uh, yeah, one of us can get one of the other guys, the other one can get the other one tomorrow. I think Spare John and I both have level one. He had level two. So. Yeah, Baron, uh, after his vision is cleared, as we bed down for the night, he is lot. planning in the morning, unless anything happens over the night, during camp or whatever, but he's planning in the morning to prepare that spell Excellent. and take care of you guys in the morning. Uh, you will be healed by dwarven magic, but the dwarf was healed by unholy magic. Certainly <laughs> no holy wielder. We can agree on that. Even greater restoration cannot clear a stun. But it can affect Charmed and Petrified. It's actually really weird that there's a gap there. Anyway, doesn't matter. Boom. Camp is set for the night. We uh, roll the boulder and keep a watch. Roll the boulder. Does their roll disease progress as they take a long rest? Remember that being a thing? I'm kind of curious about that. Just because that's yeah, flavor. Yeah, um, what was it called? Sight Rot? Sight Rot. I was going, yeah, well, what does the weapon do, the staff? Stress. Plus three Plus quarter three. staff, got ten charges. You can spend up to three charges at a d6 per charge spent of extra damage. Yeah, at the end of each long rest, all the symptoms appear, it, it worsens about one. So you wake up and it's worse. Like um, your normal morning eye crusts are thick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you hit my toad from X Men. Alright, so prepare the camp for the night. <clears throat> you set up watch. This is a very secure location. You camped here before. You're starting to get a little bit used to what the nights look like here in the Underdark. Uh, and at least the time till bedtime passes without incident. Has anyone got anything uh, that they want to do uh, before the night? Let's sleep and travel. Oh, you got your thing forward. Uh, Kevin. Uh, did Bear John mention... Last week, Greg, or last time Greg mentioned, but then Bearjohn mentioned the sense of deja vu she had in this fight. But that's <coughs> yeah, I remember that, now that you mentioned that. I forgot. As we're kind of going over, talking, because this is obviously something... Yeah, you got like an hour walk to the campsite, you've been like, there for a few oh, hours. I can't believe what happened. I don't remember that. I, I thought we were dead. Uh, what was that? My Remind me of the moment that happened previously. Yeah, I did not hear about this. Oh, it was looking right. up at the quagga. But then they said it didn't happen because I couldn't see him. No, no, no. no, 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 no the the sense right? still happened. Oh. So would Bearja have brought that up? If people were talking about Yeah, yeah, we were all talking yeah. about the fight. Aurora, during this entire time, is sort of sitting in the corner. She's emptied her entire pack onto, like, a thing and is just, like, cleaning, maintaining, just taking care of everything. 
So Jason had brought up something with Burjow earlier about reincarnation, and mm-hmm. he he when they get back, kind of he winds up setting up his tent a little earlier than normal and goes in. He's looking through his notes. There's something that's just kind of on his mind from the stuff they had been talking about earlier and the stuff they've seen. He goes back through his notes, and he goes back to his notes on the death of um, Snowbane. As we saw in the vision of the interrogated guy. In the vision, he looks up the date of when Snowbane died. When was that, Greg? Uh, I'm pulling up my notes. It um, was quite a while back. It was the... Years ago? I have it right here. I have it right here. A date of um, no consequence. Don't write that. Here we go. Uh, yeah, because it was in there. It was... Oh, yeah. It was... DE 168.144.007, which is the Diva Mascari uh, uh, dating system, but they also notate the topside date of First of Hammer 1459 DR. Uh, So then he comes back out. It's about 30 years ago. He comes out with Baraja, who is doing what right now? Um, Treating her eye. Oh, yeah. Dan's fucking. Pipe fell out of his mouth when she said what? that. Oh, she's just going. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she just found a strip of foot wrap. It's like, it's, like, it's like a stone. She's like, she's like chipping away at it. Yeah. Well, no, there was some uh, moss some... stuff we'd acquired from Scrimcorn earlier. I remember this. Oh, yeah. After yeah. we'd done the treasure. Yeah, he had he had little moss things, but uh, anyway. Like in the moss He's right catching the filthy blood dripping down. Uh, scrap in Dwarven. He wrote um, down that date. What was the date again? Uh, first of Hammer, 1459. Yeah. First of Hammer, 1459. And he says, Virgil, friend, does this date mean anything to you? <laughs> and she can read it. <laughs> oh, it's bleeding. Prize open her eyelids and she can read it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> feels... Do I have to? Uh, yeah, it's my birthday, why? Uh, and he says, oh, oh, that high looks like it's getting better. And then he goes, oh, scrim, scrim club. Old friend. Uh, there's something in the corner I want to show you. <laughs> something in the corner. Okay. Uh, is it a mask? Goodbye, Or a fungus? Oh, I. Quite a weird one. Oh, he dropped what he's doing. <laughs> I missed a fungus over in the corner of the cave. Uh, he says, "Uh, scrum court, looking right at you. Know, I have near any proof for the witches." Scrum says, "You brought me under here under false pretenses." Scrum court immediately turns around and "No, but I forget this green." Wait, wait, Scream Court, I'll trust ye. Yeah, I've shown time and time again that your friend, the dwarf, I'm sorry, I just saw the other one. Yeah. Alright. Flat. Okay, it's a very uh, distracting gift. Right. I remember that episode. Right. It disturbed me so much. Okay. Um, Alright, keep going. Keep anyways, going. he says that. Uh, yeah, I've shown time and time again that you're a friend of the dwarves and you're a true friend of mine. Right. Is Bear Jail still present for this no, conversation? No, no, no. He's taking yeah. scrim cords. Oh, oh, I see. He just asked me a weird Aster, question. Yeah. And then left. I gotta go. Uh, and he says, oh, I've been asking 
Virgil about Goliath philosophies of reincarnation, and there does not seem to be any. But I just looked over my notes after Virgil's coming son, deja vu and such, and the date of uh, Snowbane's death is the same date as Virgil's birth. What? Speak <laughs> <laughs> plainly, Greg. Is that? Are you serious? I. Uh, just, I certainly believe in reincarnation. More powerful druids than I can do it. I know you are looking for a gold spark. I can't help but think that the reason Berjol can wield the hammer of all souls, the reason it came to her, is we were fulfilling Moradin's promise to return the hammer to Snowbane. Do you not think it has? Do you nay think it has happened already, Scrumcorn? First off, that would be aggravating because we've been trying to find Snowbane to deliver the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> For, he's so like, from a pure pragmatic standpoint, dwarven gods would be above a riddle. <laughs> We'd be wasting our time on that front. But as far as our other tasks, or more plainly my task, that's a bit concerning, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know if we should tell her. It seems far-fetched. How did we never check her birthday compared to the death day? <laughs> Only occurred to me, no. Well, didn't it's even... Hell of an oversight. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in your tent every day? I've got a lot on my mind, Scrimcoin. Adric's woven a web of conspiracy. Scrimcorn's is mad at you. He's like, oh, Snowbane is the only thing. What the hell are you doing? This is not new information. <coughs> he says, ah. Oh. Yeah. He's well. We have a 19 passive investigation. <laughs> uh, we did just learn this a week ago what the death day was. 22 passives. Uh, I suppose a brush with death with the mind flare. Kind of. That's your bit, one. A bit of mental inspiration. Oh, yeah. But this is certainly a lead, but how would it have happened? How would the soul of Snowbane would spring into another, the body of another Goliath? Parsha, no, Arsh Parmenter, what? Deja Parmenter. Parmesan. Deja Parmenter. Deja Parmenter did Parmesan Day. They will meet again. Scrim, I'm, I'm worried to spread this around. If I'm wrong, well, there's a heavy burden to carry if it is a false. It's a heavier burden to carry if it's true. But yes, you should keep it. <laughs> as soon as he said if it's a heavier burden to carry material, Tristan snaps and the campfire turns green. 
behind him. And he says, Fumbly, friends, gather around the fire. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Carmen sweet ass dwarven runes into the carapace of the boulette. <laughs> Marking nice. him as a true heroic beast yeah. among his kind. <laughs> Adorning him in a jeweled filigree that would last him for ages. Aurora gets up from her like considerable pile of belongings oh, yeah. and cleaning and gets up and walks over to the fire. And she says, dinner time? Uh, Justin says, oh, I'll shrug. Uh, sure. If you like to feast on knowledge. Uh, Aurora just audibly goes, uh. He keeps saying that. It's like, how many dinners have we come to where he's, he's trying to cook? And he's just like, knowledge tonight. We're like, food! On each of your plates, you'll find a strip of paper with a secret of the world on it. only a pot for an hour that is empty. Yeah, like, everyone likes a fortune cooking. No one likes a fortune entree. Uh, he says, uh, uh, Friends, family, what I'm about to say may seem far-fetched, may seem like a strange trick, but I'll simply present the facts as I have seen them. And he says, uh, after our last fight, I've been thinking about your friend Virgil. That's me. Who carries the hammer of all souls meant for Snowbane's hands. And I looked over my notes, and I saw the date of death of Snowbane. It's the very same day of the birth of Virgil. Huh. It's probably also the day of birth of several other Goliaths. Aye, but which of those Goliaths carry the hammer of all souls, cousin? True. It's auspicious, but it may be coincidence, or it may be destiny. We don't know at this point. Mark leans back and he says, Strange you would avoid the word fate <laughs> based on this groove. <laughs> Those words are many facets of that word fate. All right, all right, enough of that. <laughs> Mark hates the name. <laughs> hates the name. <laughs> he, 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 because as we've discussed tonight, he feels partially responsible <laughs> for it. Chitty guy with hot trick I had a moment. I had a moment and I faltered. <laughs> he says, he says, how does one test godliness? Godhood. Never met one of the gods. Apart from me cousin here. I'm no god. You've met the gods. One. <laughs> I was dead. Wow. All right. How do you know when a god is a god? And from my observation, and he turns to regard to Bear Jai, he says, Ever since I met this last, the day I found myself at the bottom of a well after a particularly vigorous arm wrestling competition. That's pretty cool. I said to myself, she knows very little, but her potential is boundless. She has all the talent to be one of the greatest warriors I've ever seen, if not, if not better. The thing that's bothered me these past months is Ah, sure, the Goliaths are always seeking out bigger and bigger challenges. We saw them scaling that wall and drinking all of that you know, fermented goat's milk and yes, eating all stuff. that snow. Just the snow-eating competition. You'll hyperhydrate them or just die of exposure. We've, we've all seen the ethos. <laughs> but what strikes me about Berja is she continues to challenge herself 
but seems to always rise to that challenge. It seems... It seems odd. Well, she did get her ass handed to her by a big monkey in a box. Yeah. Whoa, that's the <laughs> one chicken that out now, isn't it? Because we were all there. Perhaps that monkey was a god himself. <laughs> Perhaps. Mark grows very somber. Well, we then went on that. to defeat that monkey without too much trouble, I think. And we roasted it alive. What? We roasted it alive. Aye, correct. In a box. <laughs> like a big old bull pork in the oven. I've gone through a box, it seems. Could, could we nay consult Mulhredin on it? I... Takes one to know one, as some are prone to say. If he has tasked us to carry the Hammer of All Souls to, to Snowbane, we ask if that task has been completed. Hmm. I get... I'm not sure... You guys know if... I'm not Snowbane, though, right? Well, you're bare jaw. That's pretty clear. Thank you. But could you carry the gold spark within you? I don't know what that is. Nor do we. <laughs> so I can Drushton carry anything. has noticed that you I'm were born strong. on the same day that bare jaw died. No, no, and no. no. I'm bare jaw. Right. Sorry, bare jaw. You were born when Snowbane died. Drink. He thinks says maybe, maybe. Reincarnation, Snowbane became you or something? I don't know. This is all a bit. Seems too early. If we had already delivered the hammer and Morden hadn't said. Good job. Good job. Very frustrating. In what dwarven legends has Morden ever told that the task has been done? Dwarves' tasks last a hundred years or more. All that the hammer has done, since Berja has claimed it, is strike down the enemies of Borodin. And he just, like, gestures to, like, all the illithid particulate that Drusen has (laughs) brought along with him for the reliquary. (laughs) Supposing what you suggest is true, how does that change our situation? I suppose it's another thing to investigate, but... Berjad has no memories of Snowbane. Mark says, It actually changes things quite a bit, as I see it. For instead of having to pursue us a lost Snowbane and a very flighty Deja Parmenter, we instead have the opportunity to lure them to us. Go on. Oh, green? If the, if, the, if the spark we seek is within you, Berjad, then we have what many desire. Or, I should say, you. Or we could just lie and say I am Snowbane, and then they'll come anyway. I like this plan. <laughs> who? who? It does not matter. Uh, Deja said like they would meet again. Uh, I don't know that she was... I saw the vision that you saw, Yeah. and it it didn't seem that she was going to be go looking for you. Just more like a... Wait, but if she knew that, she, that Snowbane had returned... She is, she is someone that owes, if not oil vein, the all of us together, some explanation of the calamity to come. You all look at oil vein, and oil vein is across the campfire, watching all of you with the yeah. spike. And if we have to find anything <laughs> consequential about the pool of souls, I would imagine her, what did the most dastardly betrayal at that site, might be someone who could shed some light. She could shed some light, but she seems like she'll 
give us nothing. She seems untrustable. And then we kill her and the deed is done. Yes. At, at worst, the we words rid- that, the yeah. words that Deja said were, "I am sorry, old friend. Would that there could have been another way. It is a small comfort to know you will forgive me when we next meet." Moradin will know more than us. Anya have access to his vast knowledge. I could try to pose a question. I might get an answer. I can see. Could ask if the hammer has been delivered. Mm. Very straightforward. It's worth a try. Although, I would say that Berjaw, as she is now, is not Snowbane. I don't know what is. This may be splitting hairs or something, but clearly she's not a god. We're in agreement of I mean, that. I'm pretty cool, though. You're pretty cool. I'll agree. All right, good. Just but you're not clear. a god. There's been debate recently. One, on one slight note, <laughs> since you guys keep saying that, um, uh, just as a reminder that your character yeah. probably remember, the story of Snowbane is that Snowbane is not a god. Yeah. Snowbane well, she gave up for mortality. Ex- Snowbane like, explicitly gave up yeah. for her godhood. Right. Because she wanted to, uh, she wanted to save uh, her followers yeah. from a directly, great, directly, yeah. which was against the rules that she was bound by. So she gave up her godhood. Now, the intricacies of what that really means is probably goes above the heads of most mortals because no, we're talking yeah. about godly deeds. But that well, was think, part of the story I, of. I want to be super clear that Mock remembers that, but yeah. Mock. Acts the way he acts. That's fine. Because That's fine. of a lot. No, no. I'm Sometimes really I just glad. want to make sure I fill no, in a lore really detail in case ask. somebody yeah. forgot. It, it, it allows us to draw some contrast too. To, but you're like, like, like Mark's behavior and his kind of sense for the yeah. the subtlety of this is pretty weak. Yeah, I'm not correcting yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Tristan will be the one to remind them, like, uh, Virgil may may be a god, but neither was Snowbane at the end. Remember, cousin, she gave up her godhood. Well, well, if Snow Bane she be- fucked that dragon and drank that desert and all that's happened since, I assume she's got a, a might more power than your average city watch. If any of us could seduce a dragon in this group, who would you put your bets on, cousin? Ugh. Ten out of ten. Oil Bane's Oil a Bane. pretty smooth character. <laughs> <laughs> Son of ten. Did you see the way that drow lassie was giving eyes at him? <laughs> Flea ball or not? That was only going one direction. Oil Bane is adjusting his plan. Your <laughs> direction. Cousin, I can only correct me conspiracy so much. I can ask whether the hammer has been delivered. Uh... I think that fits with what divination can do. You ask your question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. So it usually has to be like something so that's going to happen. Just like last time. Yeah. Don't look at me. I know, yeah, but, but ba- I, this is what... I mean, Baron has an understanding that. of what the spell does. So he's trying to think, does that fit with what the spell is supposed to do? How do we deliver the hammer? Well, talk talk with the in the last seven days, or next seven days, because the hammer... Is delivered. is delivered. Still. I mean, yeah. I, is the hammer delivered effectively? I'm not done with the scene, but I'm, I'm <laughs> or, happy to take or pause. Does Snowbane have the hammer? Yeah. 
do, yeah. do you consider there to be a big risk of... If, I know. Uh, <laughs> Not a big risk of failure, I guess. Again. <laughs> I think that should be fairly straightforward. Taking a long rest. Usually there's <coughs> there's issues if you cast this spell a bunch of times in the same day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You get um cumulative 25% chance for each casting after the first that you get a random reading. Uh... Before, if you if you cast it again before your next long rest. Gotcha. That, that part doesn't matter then. Let's uh, we're at the end of. Time. But it's not prepped today, so I can take care of that tomorrow, uh, along with the restoration spell to clear the eye rot. Express it in character. I will prepare it tomorrow and uh, ask him with breakfast. I appreciate it, cousin. I know it is a task you take seriously. The night passes without incident. Your safe campsite is safe again. Little sounds of skittering, flapping, howling, screeching here and there in the evening. <coughs> or or through, all through the night, I mean, during various watches. But oh, nothing, that, nothing that rises to the level of even needing any sort of extra investigation. The stench of death and illicit blood is within, I mean, you know, a ways away, but that sort of thing... It keeps some creatures just away. Oh, we haven't had a bath. Is the, uh, this, uh, cave basically has a dead end? Yeah. Is it, is it pretty close? It's a comfortable-sized cave for this. Close to what? I just mean, like, the total cubic foot. No, no, it's, it's like a good-sized yeah. thing where oh, you can stretch out. This is a way for larger sorties into the Underdark. Well, by morning, there is a general scent of pungent incense <laughs> because it just, there's nowhere for it to go. That's true. Yeah. So, breath. Your hair Morning rises. Like I have to imagine Baron's up early. Baron is up early, uh, going through his morning ablutions, kind of, you know, getting his head on straight as Not he beard, brushes his beard and, uh, you know, tends it with many oils and brushes and uh, cruises through his, his spell book of the many rites and prayers uh, of the... Discipline uh, that he is under the religion of Morden as he uh, prepares these spells to fix the side rot from Mock and uh, Bear Jaw. And in fact, he takes care of that first. Mock's up with his jeweler's eyes. Who's, uh, who's preparing said breakfast that Baron had mentioned? Drew's will help. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Drew's and Scrimcorn are, yeah, and some, corn are some cooking some while, uh, while Baron is preparing these. Some grubs going in there. Going over the last battle. I I want to keep it just on the sure. Baron thing because we are way yeah. over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure. sure. Uh, uh, I I'll just say that tangentially. Uh, uh yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah that, Indeed, that. Add, add flavor, but not a scene. That's, uh, that's all I intended. Good, I like it. Removing the diseases the from Bearjaw and Mock do not take long. It is a simple invocation of divine power as the uh, affliction. Picking their eyes is removed with a simple request for Morden. And the last one is a divination takes a minute for him to kind of figure out the right wording. And he says, uh, this is uh, just an action, yeah. Um, as he, uh, a pile of gold, which he holds in front of himself, which dissipates into nothingness as the uh, light of it is consumed by the glowing light of a forge fire. As he says... Uh, Moradin, we were tasked with delivering the hammer of all souls to Snowbane. 
Uh, does Snowbane now wield the Hammer of All Souls today? As he's looking at Bearjaw holding the Hammer <clears throat> of All Souls. Your humble servant asks. What's Bearjaw doing in the morning? Well, she got her eyes fixed up. Or in this moment, when he's doing in this moment, prayer. oh, she's just thinking really deeply. Um, she's nearby. Bear Jam, bear ju- nearby requests. Kinda, yeah, figured yeah. that he might want her nearby. Yeah. So yeah, so she's there. She's just being holding the hammer of all souls. Kind of quiet and contemplative, as she was all night. As Bearjaw is sitting near one of the walls of this cave, Baron asks this question in this prayer as his uh, as his gaze moves to uh, Bearjaw as he's contemplating this question and sort of awaiting the answer which Baron has done this a few times he knows that the answer has come in various forms yes uh, <clears throat> sometimes it's a voice sometimes it's more what Baron sees would everyone see it let's say Everyone was the sees original it. one, if you want that oh, to refer to. Oh, that's the you. original. Wow. That's done. Yeah, the cave, the cave is not that large. Uh, right. Oh, this is the original thing that was uh, written inside the, um, that crazy room. Mm-hmm. Sphere room. Uh, Sphere. Anyone looking in that direction sees the stone behind Bearjaw start to shift and change form. And you see images appear on the stones surrounding Bearjaw. And at first it's unclear, and then figures come into view as you recognize the pattern uh, that is being carved before your eyes into this wall as the carving done by Durgeddon himself in Kundrakar. The carving of the, uh, the the art panel that you had learned Obelisk. opened and not what or was it, uh, it was was not Obelisk. no it was, it was a wall it was, it was a wall. part yeah. of the wall this was the like art a, that opened yeah, told the story of Snowbane as, as yeah, opened into the divine story. into the divine uh, realm yeah, yeah. Really uh, that it was it was the story of Snowbane saving um, a uh, uh, group of dwarves. A group or of something. dwarves. Yeah. It was te- it was commemorating the the story of this happening, um, this Goliath saving uh, saving the dwarves. And you see this same image form around Bearjaw in the position where Snowbane's carving was on the original carving mm-hmm. is exactly where Bearjaw is sitting. Mm-hmm. Some cave mm-hmm. doves come in. Brilliant, great radiant Kim does. Uh, <laughs> Mox is sitting there drawing in the sand, but of course, being the stone cutting dwarf he is, as they all are, when the stones start shifting, it's like sensing a changing in the winds. And so he glances up and he sees this materializing in front of him, and his jaw goes slack. Yeah, Drusen drops a bunch of fungus in the fire. And we'll continue <laughs> next week. Yay! Uh, Mushroom! Uh, that was a fun one. Oh no! At least there's a leg and not a wrist. I hit my knee. I hit my knee. Oh. Those parts are 100, percent so you're good.
The price rate <laughs> pays for each game. Each game kills Fuck, a little that was more. A it could have hit your shoulder. Bear just it could have. Bear just Fourth level spell. And two seconds. I am going to start the day. Guys, yeah, I, mean, I did not press with our battle there. That That's was nuts. Really good. Dude, that couldn't. That was you like good. it when it goes well for both sides? Yeah. Because like you they guys had shut down the mind flare, yeah. big time. Really hard. Yeah. But did we? We got three x blasted. Yeah. Well, he is extremely deadly if he can land his tentacle attack. Mm-hmm. But he can't do it against the swarm. It's just there's a there's a physical restriction there. Yeah. And he, he just one physically could not leave. Move to anybody else. Yeah. Any of the, yep. the stunned targets, he would have basically he, his chance of being able to kill you and yeah, devour your brain high. is very high. But the but the rough terrain basically Scrimcorn stopped it all yeah. between his ultra rough terrain and his locking him down the sentinel it completely it completely neutralized all of the threat.